When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. What a dick. I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. a Are you a boner guy? It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, everyone. It's Cousin Welcome to another episode of Whoever's Podcast, the only show that leaves them wanting less. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the woman who is one butt sex story away from dethroning Kate Meany as the queen of the Dabbleverse from Once Over with Kaylee, it's Lucy Tightbox. Well, hello. Also with us. The man who's one butt sex story away from being the subject of his own show from the All Apologies podcast. It's Trucker Andy, a.k.a. Andy Q Public. Let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. You can watch the show live unedited when we do it or anytime thereafter. We do have a new Dick Show crossover later this month. Of course, Dick is still dealing with this new Maddox video. They're making bonus episodes about that. But before the end of January, we'll have a new one with them. And yesterday, I dropped a mini bonus episode. I was on with uh, the Drew and Mike show talking about the golden hour and really highlighting three people who I cannot stand. Yeah. (laughs) Eric Griffin is the least funny comic of all time. I don't know how he gets on a show. They're like, yeah, no, your contributions are okay. Let's have this guy on. Yeah. I guess because Brendan Schaub is even worse. Have you and seen Chris D'Elia's the ridiculous. show with D'Elia and his brother yet? No. Oh, my God. Whose brother? Eric Griffin's? It's, no, D'Elia's okay. brother. It's the unfunny D'Elia, as if there wasn't already one. Yeah, yeah, I know the unfunny D'Elia. His name's Chris. Yeah. So, I guess there's a, he has a brother named Matt that is, uh, why is equally no as annoying. About, why has no one told me about this? Yeah, I guess you don't listen to my show. Oh, I gotta get on that. <laughs> I gotta get on that. And everyone else is it an do. unfunny twin bo- brother? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really giving my show a run for its money. <laughs> <laughs> also, we encourage our listeners, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the audio drama category. We tried this. I tried this last time. I messed up. I didn't assign this correctly. So now we have the assignment correct. Audio drama. We've each brought a different show. You, the listener, will get to decide who brought the worst audio drama podcast. We will have polls out for voting. Let's get into it by starting with the poll from last week. I'm looking at Twitter, and I see Carl with Omega Star 7 at 43.2% of the vote. I was picking up my wife's phone, logging onto Twitter, and voting for myself, and I still couldn't win. (laughs) 
Right in front of Carl. I was like, look what I'm doing. There's 278 <laughs> votes. It's not going to be one vote's not going to swing it. Uh, coming in second on Twitter. Ah, what a sign to change. Coming in second on Twitter is Lucy with hot tea, 32%. What horse shit? I was up. And Andy with who shit in the boat of the place during our thing. This is fucking 25%. Rigged. Now, that's on Twitter when I go to Patreon. Oh, I see. We oh, had the poll on Patreon as well. Oh, boy. Coming in at number one on Patreon, yours truly, 43% of the votes. Uh-huh. Both places, 43%. Uh-huh. Carl with Omega Star 7. In second place on Patreon is Andy with who shit on the floor of my wedding. At my wedding? I might have <laughs> written that wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> 35%. And then Lucy with hot tea at 22%. Yeesh. Yikes. Those are the Patreon people. I guess they're waiting for photos to emerge yeah. or something. <laughs> That's respectable. Yeah. So that means... I'm the winner, which means I go first. Is that how we do this thing? You're so proud of yourself right now. Yeah, of course I am. You're glowing. I love won one yet. I love one. Ask Vinnie Paulino. I love winning. We yeah. tied once. Oh, right. Which yeah, is yeah, effectively yeah. you losing. You guys tie You guys tie for last place. Congratulations. No. losers. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Perfect time for a drop. She was about to tell me <laughs> off. So thank you for that. All right, I'll get started then. Shall we? Yeah, I brought a show. Wait, called. Now it's official. All right, I brought a show called Love and Luck, and Love and Luck again. I'll tell you how I found it in a minute. I want to start off by playing some clips so you know what I was listening to. I listened to about eight episodes of this show, and it is about now. Remember, it's an audio drama, so it's scripted, it's acted out. This is from Australia, and. There are these two gay guys who meet and then become boyfriend and boyfriend. So I'm going to skip ahead to episode three. Let's get started episode three because the first one, a buddy of theirs hooks them up and they call each other and they leave voicemails. And then the second time they meet and then the third one, they are boyfriends. All right. Very exciting stuff. Hey, boyfriend. Since we're boyfriends now. So... I just wanted to tell you, that was definitely the best weekend of my life. I'm only sorry we had to end it so we could go back to work. Hope you have a good day today. Okay. So they're officially boyfriends and excited about it. Now you might be asking, who leaves voicemails? (laughs) Yeah, what year is this? (laughs) What year is this that we're leaving voicemails for each other? Wouldn't you just text? Well, they want to get that out of the way quickly with this clip. This is probably weird, but... Do you know I intentionally didn't pick up your call just before? I wanted to listen to your voicemail instead. I feel like... I feel about your voicemails the same way I feel about getting parcels in the mail. It's like receiving an old-school love letter or something. I really like it. I really like you. Wouldn't getting a text be a lot more like getting a love letter in the mail? Yeah. You'd read it. But also, uh, tech doesn't really work for an audio show. Right. So they're trying to work around this. So what they're doing is they're playing these voicemails that this newly gotten together gay couple. What's going on, Lucy? Damn you. (laughs) Damn you. Ham-handed, shoehorning bullshit. You look defeated all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling very confident right now. All right, good. Andy already called a shot before the show started, so... He's feeling confident. He doesn't care about these gay guys leaving voicemails. But I do. What are they up to over here? (laughs) The way I feel when I see the voicemail notification is definitely the same way I felt about getting notes from crushes in high school. 
you got notes from crushes in high school? That's adorable. I bet you were popular. Did you get notes from boys and girls? Did you ever write back? I need to know more about Kane, the high school heartbreaker. Please leave me a message with all the details. No, just answer the phone. <laughs> just talk to the guy about it. Do you want to be my boyfriend? Yes or no? Yes. That, that's Circle what he's talking one. about. This is reminding me when we were in Florida, we discovered that shitty Rupert Holmes song. We sure did. That pina colada. Is that, am I spoiling anything? No, not at oh, all. Okay. <laughs> he just you should be playing that. it after You're every right. clip. It's this t- terrible song called Answering Machine. Yes. And it's like pina colada yeah. only worse we didn't know who and, was by at first because yeah. we never heard the song before but it's like i just called to tell you <laughs> about my answer pretty much they like get engaged and married and then divorced all over an answering machine yeah that sounds awesome it's great <laughs> we played it a thousand times <laughs> we couldn't stop listening to it all right so this is very exciting this couple has gotten together. They're dating now. They're official. Going steady, as the kids say. Probably necking. <laughs> and the one guy wants to bring the other guy. See, one of the guys likes to go out and party and drink. And the other guy, not so much. So they have, like, different hours that they're trying to maintain. But the one guy's like, we should probably go out. Frankly, you're hot. And I want to show you off to, like, the entire gay community. Maybe hold up a sign that's just like, that's right, fuckers, he's mine. All right, now, I don't know a ton about the gay community, but that might backfire. <laughs> I don't think you want to bring your hot boyfriend out to a gay bar. <laughs> seems like a really, hey, check out this piece of meat I'm bringing in everybody. Like, hey, uh, yeah, check him out. Hey, where'd he go? <laughs> This is so lazy, too. It's just like, beep, and then somebody reads something they wrote last week. It's the laziest. It's the laziest show I've ever... When I think of audio drama podcasts, I can't think of a worse style for a podcast. All right, so then uh, the other guy calls back, and he says, well, I can go out, but I can't see out too late. I turn into a pumpkin at midnight. I'm like Cinderella. (sighs) Or Sinberella. Ha! What do you mean? I'm... None! Because he's the bear. He's the bear. He's the bear oh, of the relationship. Baby. Yeah. Are you getting a mental image now? I am. Very good. I feel like they're doing a great job of explaining everything to me. Finally. So the one guy's unemployed and he's trying to get a job. And he went on a job interview. Let's see how it went. Hey, it's me. The job interview didn't go very well. I should be used to this by now, but I'm not... <sighs> That's heartbreaking. I'm glad he found love, at least. Yeah. Because... Fucking loser. Yeah, he just he can't get it going. Well, no, it's not his fault. He's just an openly gay man. And as you know, Australia is a very closed-minded country. They don't hire people who are openly gay. Doesn't happen in this day and age. So that guy, because he was really upset he didn't get the job, goes out drinking and gets a little drunk, calls his boyfriend. Yes. Hey, babe! It's like 3 a.m. right now, and I'm so fucking wasted. Oh my god. But I wanted to tell you that I'm really sorry if I made you worry about me. You're so fucking nice, and you sounded really worried in that last voicemail, and I just 
thank you for worrying about me and I'm sorry and make you worry, okay? You're so nice, you know that? And like, actually nice, not just polite or whatever, but like genuinely sweet and wonderful and nice. Oh, shit, the bar's closing, hang on, I'll call you back. Not good production there, I gotta say. The bar was closing? It sounded like it was bumping. Yeah, it sounded like things were going just fine in that lobby that he was in. At least there was finally some kind of production value, though. Yeah, yeah, they had a little bit of production in there. Have you ever been to a bar and been calling someone on your cell phone and you're like, oh, I gotta go, the bar is closing. (laughs) You can literally just keep walking with your phone. (laughs) All right, we'll get out of here. Hey, It'll be quieter and more pleasant. Yes, correct. And actually, he does call back a couple times. Uh, the next time he's out on the street and the time after that, two hours later, he's been puking his guts out. <laughs> so then he's hung over the next day. Guys, by the way, I've gone through three episodes so far. I swear to God, I'm pulling the highlights for you. This just goes on. It drags on and on and on. How... The first season was 50 episodes. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> How long is each episode? Eh, like eight minutes. And, and you listen uh, to eight of these them? These characters every time? Yes. Oh, my God. Do yeah. they have names? Yeah, they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I'm just saying. It's do Jason you know and, what they are? Jason and Kane. <laughs> All right. I usually announce what's going on. Jason but... Ellis and Paul <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> so this guy is hungover, and the boyfriend is concerned that he's hungover, and so he thinks magical thoughts to get rid of the guy's hangover. Hey, I texted a little while ago, but I guess you must be showering or napping or something. All right, well then just wait for him to be done showering or <laughs> yeah. napping. Hey, I texted, but now I'm calling. That's not weird. Okay. Move I on. have to say every thought. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, babe. You telling me that you're going to magically cure my hangover at the exact time my hangover went away is pretty damn spooky, in my opinion. What did you do or think or... Whatever, when you said that. Or after you hung up. Maybe we can recreate it somehow. I feel like this deserves some testing. Okay, so the boyfriend thought thoughts to get rid of this guy's hangover and it magically went away. Now I'm ready to read you the way I found this podcast. And it was, once again, from a subreddit, someone looking for audio podcasts to listen to. And the first commenter says... Love and Luck is an audio drama about two men in Australia who meet, fall in love, where they can do magic, and then choose to use their abilities to protect and build the community around them. No. Disclaimer, I'm the co-producer and voice of Kane. The show is presented through the voicemails the two leave for each other, thanks to rather incompatible sleep schedules. So they don't even introduce magic into the show until, like, the fifth episode? Correct. Episode 48. <laughs> yeah. And then they're just like, whoa, you got rid of my <laughs> We got to do something about this. <laughs> but it's so upsetting because they just can't connect for some reason. Wow, we're having a bad day for catching each other on the phone again today, huh? Hello, exactly! Yeah, it's kind of the premise. <laughs> it's kind of the whole point of this. So then... This guy's not buying that he's magical. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're just hangover just went away like it does. And uh, so then there's a guy he works with who has a migraine. And the guy has a migraine. He's like, guys, I have a migraine, but I'm an hourly employee and I need the money. So I'm just going to push through it. I'm just going to make it happen. I'm just going to be over here suffering. So this guy decides, well, I'm on break. What if I can magically cure this guy's migraine with my new magic that I discovered? I have to wait till I'm on break. Hey, Jason. 
So, remember when you had that hangover that you think I scooped out of your brain? So, this is weird, but today a guy at work had a migraine. He didn't really want to go home because he needs the money, but he was looking rough. A lot of us were worried about him. And I was thinking about your hangover, and then mostly to amuse myself, I took a quiet minute while I was on break, and I thought about pulling the migraine out of him. And I know this sounds weird, but it was sticky. That's gross. <laughs> How did you pull this migraine out of him? <laughs> I know ways to cure headaches, but all right, fair enough. I'd be jealous. Certain magic is like elemental, what, like fire, sure. water magic, blood magic. This guy's using semen magic. Yeah. Sticky magic. <laughs> magic. Sticky magic. <laughs> so now the sad sack guy has another job interview and he says, do me a favor. Use your magic powers. Yes. Because I need to get a job. I'm pretty sure I'm just being startled by coincidences. And also, I'm not Daniel Radcliffe, so I think you may have to settle for a normal boyfriend instead. I will, however, definitely try and make your interviewer say teddy bear, because that would be hilarious. Good luck. Oh my god, okay, so first of all, I got the job. She offered it to me on the spot. Second of all, I don't think you should discount the wizard theory just yet. Because not only did I get the job, but in the middle of the interview, she suddenly started telling me this weird story about her favorite teddy bear from when she was a kid. That's retarded. So the magic worked. He can do anything with this magic. Wow. It's it's very exciting. Even gayer Dumbledore. It it seems like they're (laughs) wasting an opportunity if they have magic. Why get a job? (laughs) Very good points. Well... You'll find out later on that they <laughs> decide to open a bar together. The one guy not recognizing the alcoholism that's going on here says, all right, we'll start a bar. It's going to be a spinoff. And then they use the bar. They use their magic to help people out who are in need mm. at the bar, including this young gay homeless guy who stumbles into the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? That's a little ice. I cracked from this. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, of course, you guys are thinking the same thing that I was thinking. What are the ethics around having magic? We need to be ethical. We can't, I mean, we're, we're using this for good. Don't get me wrong. But could bad things happen? I worry that we might hurt each other or someone else accidentally by playing around with all this. But it's not like anyone's gotten hurt by anything we've done so far. Certainly no one gets hurt when we soothe each other. Quite the opposite. So maybe, maybe it's okay. Whatever it is. Soothe each other. I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing too about this. It's kind of annoying. No talk about gay sex. A lot of talk about staying over at your house, my house, this thing. I was real disappointed by the <laughs> lack of I gay need sex. Details. <laughs> I want to know who the bottom is. Is he power bottom? What's going on? This here? is offensive to gay people and magicians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You really soothed my booty hole from <laughs> last night <laughs> with your magic touch. Maybe you should create your own podcast <laughs> spinoff for this. Now, obviously, when you want to know about using magic and you want to learn more about it, you go to one place to learn more about it. Babe, 
if you're worried about karma, I think doing nice things for people probably covers you from that angle. I don't know, I mean, if you're that worried about it, maybe we should ask someone or Google this shit or something. Definitely, Google it. That'll help. I've already been Googling ever since this first started happening. Didn't find much. Oh, you don't say. Really? <laughs> Google didn't have a lot of information? Weird. I didn't have magic powers? Yeah. Did you look in uh, Wikipedia under horse shit? <laughs> uh, in the Discord. If this is a gay version of the monkey's paw, that'd never work. <laughs> they just stick it up their asses. <laughs> Stop <laughs> making wishes. Stop <laughs> making wishes. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a fist. <laughs> I can't take it. It becomes the gift of the fagi. <laughs> you no, got to read it to get it. I have to tell you guys, <laughs> this is very exciting that they're leaving these voicemails for each other 28 times a day. I'm loving learning about their lives through that. But I'm worried about this. I've lined up some apartments for us to look at tomorrow. Come stay at my place tonight so we can get up and head out first thing, yeah? Hell yeah. I'm pretty excited to go house hunting with you. Good acting. So, they're going to go house hunting. If they live together, then what's the point of leaving voicemails anymore? Hell yeah. They They were working in the bar together. What was the point of it then? Yeah, well, yeah, they do find a, a way to do it. Spoiler. (laughs) <laughs> so these guys that was uh season one we were talking about just now and uh, of course everyone's concerned will they have the money to make season two cliffhanger so they went to kickstarter hi everyone i'm lee davis talbot oh my and god I'm and this is some about team and we need your help to make season two of our queer romance and magic audio drama the love and luck podcast You've reached the Love and Luck podcast. <laughs> so now they're showing them doing the reading. They're in a studio. It looks all professional and legit. Nothing like this show. Love and Luck is an audio drama podcast told via voicemails. It's a happy, fluffy, cute, queer love story about people who fall in love and find they have magic powers and then use those powers to protect and support their community. The world Do is... they know that like you need conflict and shit in a story? You can't just all be like Happiness. fun and happy and we and everyone has a good time and everyone gets along and everyone's pretty. Yeah. We... <laughs> no one's ugly in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Audio only. <laughs> How many followers do these people are they successful? Alright, let's find out. Because I want to know. <laughs> this makes me think that they might be successful. I already spoiled it. I said there was a, a season two. Let's see, uh, this is their big celebration here. We've reached our goal! Now we can make season two of Love and Luck better than ever. And we couldn't have done that without you and your support. So thank you. Thank you so much for making this happen. Great video. So um, they had 107 supporters and raised over 5,000 Australian dollars. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, what? What am I doing wrong? (laughs) Well, you're not creating a Kickstarter, obviously. So you could probably do pretty well that or an OnlyFans. So <laughs> you just saw that uh, video they did in order to raise the money. <laughs> These guys are so funny. They decided to make an outtakes video. Oh, my gosh. Man. Who doesn't love the outtakes? It's always so fun and funny. Like, worst case scenario, we have outtakes. <laughs> and that's probably going to be the start of the outtake reel now. 
God. <laughs> Funny music. <laughs> wow. Still with a chair roll. <laughs> I don't know. I don't dance. So if you're only listening to this episode, they're just chair dancing. They're just dancing in their chairs. It's not outtakes at all. No. Cheeky. Hey! Lee, that was your fucking cue! <laughs> 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 all right. Let's try again. Take two. Outtakes. And I need to know what happens. It's not about the back of the people. We also noticed that the one guy, Gail, says... Oh my gosh, that could be an outtake. So this is already in their heads. They're yeah. like, oh, we're going to totally Please break. Yeah. yeah. People it backing it. It's about me. I want to know what happens. Hello. Wrote <laughs> <laughs> a podcast for everyone. We're recording now, by the way. That's nice. <laughs> but also, I'm the producer, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Good one. Okay. Sorry, being a professional. Yeah. <clears throat> How do I phrase this? How do I make the words good? Um, I'll do it for you. Vote for Carl for Worst Audio <laughs> Drama Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, I will hand it over to, well, I think Lucy went last last time. So I'll let Lucy go second. We'll save Andy, who's already called his shot. All right. To go last on this one. Lucy, what are you bringing for us today? Well, you know, I fucked up so bad last week that I I needed a lot of inspiration mm-hmm. to be able to do an audio drama and not, you know, mess it up again. Okay. Um, so I actually got a little bit of inspiration from John's New Year's Day stream. Mm. Um, so if you will play my clip one, this is what inspired me to start looking. Oh, well, in that case, let me get back to... Uh... To video over here just the one with video yeah brian thanks for the two are you morphing into bram stoker's dracula no <laughs> <laughs> so i could not get this moment out of my head Somebody, uh, please photoshop gary oldman's hair on a stuttering shot <laughs> So good. Amazing. So good. Amazing. I, I was literally, I was thinking about this for still days. Um, I have not stopped. Um, and so I was like, you know what I need is I need a sexy vampire. Okay. I was like, Who that's like a that's sexy vampire. A sexy vampire audio drama. That is going to be the winning, winner. So I went on Reddit. I took a cue from you, Carl. Smart. And I was like, I'm going to go find those self-promotion posts. Mm, yes. Those are always the best podcasts. That was my plan. <laughs> yes. So what I ended up finding was Inspector, or Inspector, Inspector as in a ghost, you know, hilarious, <laughs> um, which is a drama about a detective who is also a ghost named Calvin Westover. Okay. Um, now, because he is a ghost and he was in his real life a detective, he uses his paranormal abilities to help him solve crimes. Uh, and you might ask yourself, well, what the hell does this have to do with vampires? Yeah. Uh, the answer is he was posting on a vampire audio drama thread because the main villain's henchman is a vampire. Oh. And you might notice that as we talk about this episode, we do not see any vampires because as far as I am concerned, there are no vampires in this episode. Oh, okay. Inspector doesn't meet Dr. Acula. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's a true shame. It's a true shame. Um, all right. So starting out, we are going to be introduced to Calvin. Uh, these are all going to be just audio. Um, who is walking in on his intern or assistant, Arthur, 
and their robot, who I believe his name is D Antenna, and these guys are doing something suspicious. What are you two up to? Just teaching Arthur some magic. This isn't like the last time you two said you were doing magic lessons, but we're really hooking up, right? No, Calvin. Just magic this time. Oh, thank God. I can't afford to have the place cleaned again. They needed to call in a hazmat crew. I'm still too nervous to turn on a black light in here. Is that a cum joke? Yep, it's true. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I'll give him credit for that. What's with the fucking magic going on today? There's a lot a of theme. magic in this episode. It's going to be great. Oh, good. Um, so this guy posts all over Reddit, the guy who makes the show. He posts all over Reddit, not safe for work content. That is the closest oh. that it gets not safe oh. for work. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. No vampires and no dick jokes. Um, we no one fucks little... a ghost at any point. <laughs> Not... No one impregnates a ghost. <laughs> Not that I heard. <laughs> covered in ectoplasm. Ghost babies. <laughs> All right. So when magic is involved, as we learned from your podcast, nothing bad can happen. Um, so, well, I don't know about that. There are a lot of ethical questions that were brought up. Uh, well, they Googled it and everything. They did try to Google it. These guys don't Google it, but let's find out what makes this a magical episode <laughs> um, in clip three. What just happened? And why do I have the sudden urge to burst out into song and dance? Oh, no. Um, that might be my fault. <sighs> I read the spell before reading what it does. It makes this a musical episode. What? Um, that might be my fault. <laughs> Their magical spell made this a musical episode. Oh, this is going to be a musical episode. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. This is season two, episode four, the boozical. Lucy FTW. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So get ready to be spooked and entertained by song. It's going to be great. You guys can't wait. I know. Um, so they decide that because they are making a musical episode, they are definitely going to need to find some backing music, okay. which needs to be public domain or creative commons music. Right. But they need a lawyer to consult with to help them understand copyright law. <laughs> For real? So they head over to the attorneys. Yes, is the answer to that question. Is stuttering John there? I was, was going to say, is Vince the lawyer in this episode all of a sudden? They are about to head to the attorney's office, so oh, let's boy. find out if it's Vince the lawyer or somebody else in clip four. We're here. Hello? Mr. Yankovic? Oh, boy. Yes. Come in. Weird Al is our lawyer? Weird Al is my brother. Please, call me plain Al. Your parents named you both Al? Yes. He's Albert. I'm Alvin. Our parents are wildly eccentric. I detest it. That doesn't make any sense, Rick! You know when this guy was writing this, he was just, this shit is brilliant. Like, he, he thought yeah. he was so clever when he was writing this Instead out. of Weird Al, what it's if it's Plain Al? Plain or what if it's just Al? Like, why would you have to say Plain in front of that? Why would he be introducing himself as Plain Al? Hmm. You're right. There's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of plot holes. In this. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, it's going to redeem himself, okay, itself, so, I'm sure. So they're going to ask them. So they're going to ask Plain Ale, rather, if they are able to use public domain or Creative Commons tracks. And Plain Ale is going to give them the response in song in oh, clip Jesus. five. Okay. 
Creative Commons isn't technically free. You have to attribute though you don't pay a fee. Unless you use it in a commercial sense. Then they can go after all of your dollars and cents. We don't have any of those. You can ask an artist to compose for exposure. Just make sure they sign a binding disclosure. That sounds unfair. When in doubt if you can't do any of these. You can rely on parodies. Parodies nuts. Shut the (laughs) fuck up, asswipe, and suck my cock. But I think we should send that to John, right? We should send that to Stuttering John. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Very informative. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from this episode, let me tell you. The, and... <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock. I know. Yeah, I know. Just from songs. <laughs> Sesame Street. To wow. remind you of a get in when the bail bondsman shows up to get him out of jail. And it's just like, I don't need to know how bail bonds work. <laughs> I don't need a 10-minute yeah, scene right. about this. I certainly don't need it set to music. Let's find the least charismatic person and give them a a song to sing. It's fun. But it was plain ale. We all love his brother. Sure. If you can't sing, why have a musical episode? Because it's hilarious. Is it? Are you not getting all the jokes that are happening right now? I think this is crippling depression, Al. It's (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Plain plain. would have just been boring. Plain would be fine right now. Okay, so the gang, you know, Calvin and his cohorts, they all decide that they are going to scoop some Creative Commons music. But this is supposed to be a show about a ghost investigator, right? So you might have forgotten that Calvin is actually a ghost. (laughs) Um, So they constantly remind you of the fact that he is actually a ghost. So in clip six, we are going to get to hear Calvin and Arthur having a little conversation. Just use my cell phone. Fine. But you have to dial it. Stupid touchscreens don't register me trying to use them. What was so wrong with buttons? Complaining about modern tech. You're really turning into a boo-ber. Get it? That's good. <laughs> a boo-ber. Yeah, no, I got it. Very funny. Home Those... run, call me a home run. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost. Yeah. But the... All right. So he can't use the touch screen because he doesn't Yeah, have, no, I was yeah. following that part, too. Cool, yeah. yeah. It's good. I can't press right? buttons, but I can't touch yeah. the screen. Right, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, it makes so, sense as you don't think about it. So now we're reminded that Kelvin is a ghost. They do this constantly throughout the episode. I will save you from having to hear more of those. Um, but we also know that because he's a ghost, he's also supposed to be a paranormal investigator. So we better get into the meat and potatoes of the episode and find out what he is investigating today in clip eight. We got a job. It's at the local high school. They have a phantom problem. Oh man, a singing spell and a phantom on the same day? Yeah, turns out Arthur accidentally cast a coincidence spell this morning too. Do you get it? It's a coincidence because it's Phantom of the Opera and it's a musical episode. I didn't. Did you? Oh, no. <laughs> that was the joke. All lost on me. Yeah, that was, that was not, the joke. That was the joke. It's not great. But the voices, I'm impressed by. I gotta, get, I gotta be honest. I, how are these people not scooped up by Disney? I don't know. You're nailing it. Uh, well, it's good that you bring that up because they will come around to another musical. So I'm gonna have you guys, everybody, think of what musical they could be getting to with the conclusion of this episode. Um, 
And also, you were talking about the voices. Let's yeah. just talk for a moment about how this guy is doing, because it turns out pretty good. Uh, he has over 5,000 downloads, which I don't know a lot about when it comes to podcasts, but... Where are you seeing these numbers? Uh, he is posting them on subreddits, so self-promotion. So right? he said he got 5,000 downloads. Yeah, but do you want to hear something? In, in how much time? I have no idea. Okay. This is relatively new for him, I believe. It's not great. Um, but, <laughs> all right, saying. all right, Mr. <laughs> Professional over I'm here. I'm just saying, it's not great. I will tell you, though, that to combat that, I can prove that he might actually be better than you, because oh, good. he has... A full I did one music show and it didn't work out well, so yeah, <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> so he has a full five star, five out of five star review on Good Pods. He has thirty eight reviews there. Yeah. Do you know what WATP has on Good Pods? Yeah, I have no idea. On Good Pods, the best ever podcast rating website of all time. Where the course. fuck are review girls on this? And are you hearing this? Get on this. I need to know. <laughs> Good pods. Reviews. I All would right. like to point out that there are no actual words on your reviews. But, um, oh. okay, so. so Are you allowed to type words on the reviews? I have no idea. Maybe. Because that's like part of the instructions that we give to people. <laughs> not if you're a ghost. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Not if you have an iPhone. Uh, all right, so he has so Inspector has five out of five stars, thirty eight reviews. WATP has four point eight stars. Holy shit! Out We're of, almost as good as this show. Out of ten <laughs> reviews, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> all right, so we are doing something over here. And yeah, I was about to phone it in, but never mind. In addition to that, yeah, he is a huge fan. He does a lot of self promotion on Reddit, but he also is a huge fan of, of Omega Star Seven, your podcast. Oh, no. uh, is that how you found this? Was there a connection? No, I was doing the vampire thing. Wow, that's amazing. Um, all right, anyway. I was doing the vampire thing. I was yeah. doing the vampire <laughs> thing. Bullshit, do you? <laughs> Don't you listen to me? Sometimes. Um, okay, so they are now going to, uh, what just happened was that the Phantom is in the high school, so now they are going to go to the school to figure out what is going on with this Phantom and help get rid of it. But Arthur has a concern about the musical spell that is still in effect. He's a little bit worried um, and let's find out why in clip nine. I feel like producer Chris is getting confused by the plot line here. There's a lot of plot. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about the musical spell. <laughs> <laughs> My show is pretty easy. Gay guys fucking magic. Don, we get it. Before we go in there, I have a confession to make. I knew it. You did steal my Doritos. What? No, I didn't touch those. Damn. Yet another mystery to solve. You guys, I'm not good at rhyming. What if a musical number strikes in front of the Phantom? Or worse, the principal? Oh no! Was this written by an adult? <laughs> it was. This person's an adult who wrote this? Yes. God damn it. That is accurate. Um, but have no fear. I know, I know that Arthur is worried, but Calvin is going to come up with a great solution to this problem of being afraid of not being able to rhyme in clip 10. Aren't there websites where you can find rhyming words? Yeah, you're right. I guess I'll just use Rhymezode, even though you might groan. I'll shine as bright as rhinestones with my rhyming prowess, no matter the time zone. He's typing so that he can find the rhymes. My rhymes go hard like limestone. 
I'll sit atop the right throne. If the spell allows it. I mean, this is normally where I'd point out this is a bad show, but I don't need to do that. This is so terrible. <laughs> this is actually where I started getting turned around and started liking it. <laughs> So I like wait, they, he, he's pleading your case, and I know you're refuting I, it. I know you're saying I, I like this it. show. Is there a website for melodies? I know there's a website for <laughs> rhyming, but can we get a fucking melody that makes sense on this show? And I like faster. how there were two different sound effects of typing, yeah. and one was the regular typing, one was the stuttering John method yeah. of the <laughs> doot, 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 doot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so they're feeling better about their musical skills at this point because now they're confident Why? about their rhyming skills. How? <laughs> yeah. Getting distracted by the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Vinny, Vinny's in there. Ugh. Um. So they, I don't even know where St- I am anymore. Stuttering John that. Melodies. Sorry to get to that. <laughs> Um, so they are going to go to the high school and try to get the Phantom out. Uh, okay, good. Finally, let's do this. But the Phantom can't miss out on the fun. You know he's got to have a Phantoms song, Phantoms like fun. I yeah. know that. Okay. So this is going to be the Phantom song in clip 11. It's better be a fucking toe tapper or I would be really pissed. It's another one of these shit songs. I'm the Phantom of the high school. You. Embedded in this place like a nail within a cuticle. You can stop this one if you want. <laughs> slash gymnasium is my home. Like Kevin McAllister in 1990, leave me alone. I hate We can't do this that, Phantom. You gots to go. There is one part of that song also that I included for clip 12 because I really need your help interpreting the lyrics. Okay, let's listen. All right, so clip clip 12, pay attention to the lyrics. Tell me what he is saying. As I writhed in pain, she suddenly coughed. Onto the other half of my face flew boiling pizza sauce. Oh, she coughed up hot pizza sauce on his face. Oh, I heard she suddenly come onto the other half of my face with you boiling would, heat. You would hear that. <laughs> yeah. No I, one's coming on the Phantom's face, Lucy. We don't know. Maybe Set that's style. why he wears the thing on half of his face. Oh. Because it is embarrassing. Yeah, to have <laughs> <laughs> covered in gum. Interesting. I never thought of that angle yeah. before. I just wipe it off normally, but. <laughs> Put a mask on. <laughs> All right. So Calvin and the crew. Kelvin and the crew are trying to get the Phantom out of the high school still, uh, but the Phantom is quick to tell them the reason that he is allowed to stay in the high school, which thwarts all of their plans in clip 13. I was living in the janitor's closet for years. I have squatter's rights. What the, who the fuck thinks this is going to be entertaining for someone? <laughs> and this person the guy on, doing the voice. And this person is on Reddit going, check this out. You'll enjoy this. Is this the same guy doing all of the voices? I believe like so. It. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So stupid. I believe so. Okay, there's so, nobody there to tell him how bad it is. Well, I think that the Omega Star Seven guys and him are like really promoting each other as well. I'm very much against having to prove your identity in order to use social media sites. 
a lot of people have talked about this where, you know, there wouldn't be so much trolling and you wouldn't have these complications, but there's other issues that come up with this. You know what? I've totally turned around on this topic. If I could know who this guy is and we can arrest him for promoting this show, I'd be fine with that. And if that means that I lose many of my rights as well, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> do you want to see who he is? Yeah, I do. Yeah? All right. Well, let's go ahead and skip to clip 16, which is a video track. Okay. Sure. Um, so before, while you set that up, before he was doing this podcast, he used to make little YouTube videos, um, which are great. Okay. Equally as great as this. Fat guy that looks like he has downs. Let's find Telling out. you, the term is flipping the bird. No, it's giving the finger. It's Patrick Michaels. Yeah. 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 It's a slightly more motivated Patrick Michael. Uh-huh. Okay. So in this video, if you're not watching, this guy's talking to himself. One of those type of videos. Telling you, the term is flipping the bird. No, it's giving the finger. All right, how about we compromise? We merge the two together, and from now on we say, fingering the bird. I don't like that even a little bit. You guys are not going to believe what just happened. I accidentally cut a guy off in traffic, and he fingered the bird at me. See, it's already catching on. Okay, um, this guy changes his voice for every other fucking character. Yeah. What, this thing? Yep. We have to just go by his change of clothing to think it's somewhat different? <laughs> Everything else exactly the same? This is three years ago. He's improved. Yeah, I guess He so. has? Because that was funnier than anything in someone, this podcast. Someone was just fingering a chicken at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he do a voice. It'd be fun. And no one says, who are you? Yeah, right now. They're triplets, apparently. <laughs> okay, let's get back into the podcast. We have to get to the conclusion. Yes, we have to find we out what find happens. Out the fucking Phantom in the high school. Okay, so the Phantom has said, "I, you can't kick me out of this high school because I have squatters. Right. Come on the face. Yes. Come on the face. Um, yeah, we go. But don't worry because Calvin and Arthur are a bunch of professionals, so I am sure that they will come up with a solution in okay. clip 14. Man. If only there was a way to use the power of the law to combat his squatter's rights. Wait a minute. That gives me an idea. Oh boy. He can't resist the urge to sing. We can use that. Oh my god, it's like fucking Roger Rabbit or some shit. <laughs> so how I can wish. we how can we use how can we use the urge to sing? The Phantom is going to get so excited. Arthur and Calvin, they're gonna start saying the words to a musical okay and the phantom is going to get so pumped up that he can't help but sing a portion of this disney song from did you guess the musical because i had to google it it turns out it's high school musical which is very disney um and that is the conclusion of how they get the phantom out so let's listen to clip 14. <laughs> no, clip 15. I know my clips. It's fine. And he says, this is gayer than me. <laughs> Impossible. Once we know that we are. Well, gosh, aren't you the Phantom of the High School musical? Yes. Uh, you've been served. Uh, yeah. Oh, are you almost done in there? We've got a few more phantoms to hit up tonight. Oh. Copyright lawsuit. You'll never take me or them. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. 
All right, so the Phantom gets hit by a copyright lawsuit for singing this little portion of High School Musical, which is Disney, which is why we have the Goofy voice and the Mickey voice and the whatever the fuck sure, is happening. Sure, yeah, it sounded here. just like Goofy yeah, and Mickey, it yep. made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like Stuttering John could learn a little bit from this, right? Maybe we could learn a, about copyright lawsuits. Yeah. We could, I, I don't know. There were a lot more songs also that I didn't make you suffer through. <laughs> songs? I didn't hear any songs. Yeah. I'm sorry, we can go Those back. Those are not and songs. That was not good. A very lonely man is what I was yes. hearing. Yeah, that's sad. I started liking him by the I'm way. starting to feel bad for gingers in general now. Must be rough. You'll get over it. Uh, is that all you have for your presentation today? Yeah. I noticed you have some other bonus Because things. ginger kids have no souls. Thank you. If you if you want to hear a bonus song, you can hear a bonus song. But no, I think this filibuster's over. Yeah. Oh, producer Chris doesn't want us to do it. <laughs> oh, there's an actual song. Bo- let's listen to a bonus it song. Then. Like maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it'll piss off producer Chris, and I say let's do it, oh, that would be clip seventeen. Well, All maybe right. I want to hear it. All right, good. Oh God, no! What was that? Are those werewolves? Worse. Share wolves. Not only do they have sharp teeth and claws, but they also sing werewolf-based parodies of share songs. Yeah, well, that was the part I knew was gonna happen. Can you believe that it's the full moon? I can feel the transformation start. I'm gonna grow fur and lose control soon. I'm definitely going to need a palate cleanser after that. Andy, what did you bring for us today for this competition of uh, audio drama podcasts? Unfortunately for you, I have a perfect storm of combination of your podcast. No shit. More magic? Magic. 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 First, first, I found this the way that Carl finds the rest of his content. Adam Thoreau gave it to me. (laughs) Good job, Adam. Thank you. But what I brought is a podcast called The Flame, which is a queer love story Mm -hmm. slash musical. Now, this is created... So, in other words, a musical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, unlike your show, Carl, this is two lesbians. Well, it's multiple lesbians. All right. (laughs) It be two, but okay. All right. (laughs) Let's go. Goat. (laughs) And someone shat in the bathroom at their wedding or what happened? (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's all I do now is bring (laughs) lesbian podcasts. Lesbians who have to deal with shit in the bathroom. uh, It's a niche thing, but... It's performed by uh, Ellie uh, Brigida, Jasmine Brown, and Jen Kalia, something like that. Sure. But this centers around the owner of the bar known as The Flame, uh, the owner, Jamie. Okay. So, Jamie starts with a uh, mystical narrator, a la like Bagger Vance or The Big Lebowski, introducing this lovelorn character, Jamie, as she... Struggles to get out of bed in clip one. And what's her cup size? Were you going to say or? Double T. Okay. Nice. In my head. Let's hear about Jamie. (laughs) They're all high. (laughs) (laughs) Today is going to be a rough one for you, isn't it, kid? But things are going to get better sooner than you'd expect. Get up, Jamie. Another day's beginning Just try 
This is terrible, but, yeah. but it actually sounded like a song. Yes. Yeah. I, unfortunately, these people can sing. I recognize that some as production. music. Yeah, right. So okay. there's that. But I mean, that's the way everybody wants to start off an episode. It's just the most annoying part of your day. You're the alarm going off <laughs> and you not wanting to go to work. But I know... This part needs a musical number. <laughs> yeah. She's getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, yeah, well. No, let's just wait till something important happens that day. Nope. Sorry, Chris. There's going to be a lot of uh, Is there a song terrible about music. <laughs> <and> breakfast by any <laughs> Throughout chance? This Is she thing. toasting a bagel in the next number? Yeah. Toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> so I know uh, this is the second banana heather who's not introduced right up front you don't even know who this is it's just a phone call yeah yeah (laughs) don't don't expect to but uh so uh they give you know some cute foley work and a big exposition dump for over a phone call between jamie and heather and you're my best friend because the first person you met in high school i make really cool discounted beer for the bar and i open that bar on the days you can't force yourself out of bed oh yeah jessica and ashley just got back from their honeymoon they swung by to say hi good for them jamie what they brought a postcard for the wall yay i get to look at a reminder of their love that they discovered at my bar as i bartend alone until i die don't be like me. I'm sorry, what was that? Come on, James. Oh, they uh, spoil that show. <laughs> so there's already way better production value than either of the other about... two shows we've listened to here. Okay, I'm actually and... kind of following this too for some reason. Yeah, it's a good You're thing we... are following this? A little bit. It's a good thing we yeah, learned this isn't all good about... for your case. <laughs> yeah. It's a story about lesbians. Yes, I'm following. Right. Double get... D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm paying attention. And the bickering. Two, two people that went involved. on vacation. One chick's fucking <laughs> yeah. naked. I love it. Yeah. Wait, did I make some of that up? <laughs> I'm getting out of my following. <laughs> clip three. I'm ready to do a book report on this show. <laughs> I would describe most of the music in this as Elsa from Frozen trying to scissor somebody. Okay. Sounds okay, great. That's clip three. That's the you know the the Disney yearning song, yearning for something more, right? Of course, yes. Where That's how the you, journey begins, right? We're yearning, yearning for the monkey paw to have the wishes, and yeah, you shove it up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yearning for like a shorter runtime on these songs, and better songwriting. <laughs> you read my mind, yeah. All right. All right, this is where the character of Joe gets introduced, and. Her part of this title track, The Flame, it's just, it's super fucking cringe. It's so, so bad. Get Just buckle up. But also double Ds? 
Oh yeah, okay. I think triple <laughs> triple D. Whoa! Are... All right, here we go. They're growing. Here at the flame, you've got the best liquor. No other place ever gets me drunk quicker. Plus, nowhere else is quite as gay. My greatest chance of getting laid. Yeah, I guess this place is okay. Just okay. Was that how bars work? Yes. You get drunk quicker. You get drunk quicker. Bars. They have better liquor and you get drunk like quicker. 151 and 99 bananas. Yes. Yeah. That's all they have. Yes. If you went to a straight bar, you would. But if you go to the flame, you're drunk and you have a dick in your butt immediately. Okay. So <laughs> Jamie works up the courage to approach. Why is that not a tagline for a bar? You get drunk quicker. That's yeah. what everybody is looking for. Exactly. Where's the place I can get drunk the fastest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a drive through Hey, you two having a conversation over there. I don't see a lot of drinking going on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so this uh, mystery woman shows up at the bar, and Jamie works up the courage to approach her and ask her out. And she, Jamie's the bartender, right? Jamie's the main character, the owner, the, of, owner the of the bar. Okay. Right, right. So she approaches this woman and gets served up a big steaming pile say, of if you're a exposition. Lesbian, opening a lesbian bar is a pretty smart move to find love. Yeah pretty good dear miss parker this serves to notify you that your tenancy will not be renewed at the end of the present term you'll be expected to wait what what i think i'm being evicted let me see that you are definitely being evicted fuck all right so (laughs) the end of the first act just got real yeah for real what (laughs) the fuck but luckily the character of Joe is not just a friend and a part-time barback. She's also a lawyer. And it, she's not just a lawyer. She's a fucking dope MC, Carl. Oh, all right. Cool. Clip <laughs> six. I'm gonna roll up to their table, gonna see what's going on. If they wanna play these games, I'll smack them down like Donkey Kong because I'm Joe. And you know that I got it in control. Plus the girl that just came over has a friend who's a smoke show. Wait, she looks familiar. Have I seen her before? <laughs> I'm like, swe- I'm embarrassed for having made everyone <laughs> know, listen to this. So I'm bad. Like breaking out in a sweat. Oh that's so God. fucking bad. Yikes. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> fucking dick. Okay, so. It's bad, but it actually does sound like a real musical to me. Now, someone's going to call me out and go, is that what you think musicals are? Yes. That's what I think musicals are. If if you told me that this was a blockbuster hit on Broadway, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I believe it. Well, if you weren't sure that this was a musical, this is the worst part of musicals in Clip 7. Cheer up, Charlie. People have to sing the exposition of what's happening. They explain it in song. Yeah. I hate that shit. Are you that girl I took? Your pussy tasted so bad, I thought I caught something. Huh. So, how badly does your friend want to sell this bar? She already has a buyer interested in the building. Could we renegotiate and maybe change your mind? Are you their lawyer? I'm a lawyer. Me too. Small world. What do we have to do so your friend Shit, won't... I've got to get back there. Looks like someone wants to chat. Uh, uh, just get that drink you promised. I'll be right back. Just breathe, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
How long is this episode, by the way? This is one episode? No, I, this is... I I listen to a lot of YouTube clips, okay. so I don't know exactly how long the whole thing was. Adam sent you all these clips. I got it. Okay. No, I just... I, <laughs> yeah. I went and found them on YouTube. And then play uh, this one and then yeah. say this. And, and here's what you think one. of this. Yeah. <laughs> and then Carl right. will say... This <laughs> clip eight is called Sex on the Moon because this is a drink that she brings up. Chris, you're a, you have some bartending experience. Mm-hmm. Tell me... If if this you is an actual, tell right? me if this is an actual drink because it sounds like one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. All right. I call this sex on the moon because the tequila, vodka, and scotch make you feel like you're floating, but you'll crash down to earth in, in a place of glory. place does get you drunk quicker jesus yeah. christ that's not a cocktail recipe almost died if only is that a dr- tequila vodka and scotch that, mixed that together should not exist jesus no, christ the nope. fuck is that all right heather if you are drinking that you have a very big problem yeah. Oh, it's a little bit left to this, a yeah. little bit left to that. <laughs> little bit of this. That's what I pictured. I mean, yeah. that's how drink specials come yeah. about, yeah. just so True, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Toledo iced tea. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, stop everything in there. Right. Also known as the Zubak. Massapequa yeah. <laughs> <of> car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's not forget about the character of Heather, who is the, uh, the Woody to uh, Jamie's Buzz. We get a Randy Newman-esque song about how <laughs> Heather always has Jamie's back. Oh, boy. You gotta keep in mind, I'm always by your side. Cause I'm here to catch you and put you back down with your feet on the ground. So never forget you mean the world to me. We've always been each other's thick. sure adam didn't like this <laughs> i have a feeling just like hey if you're ever bored check out this show i love this show he thought that i would like it <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> you're a big homo check it out <laughs> yeah you know that talentless loser that's always around and refuses to keep her mouth shut she'll always be around when you're suicidal carl <laughs> that's good to hang know. in there okay so <laughs> at the beginning of the third act a hate group organizes a protest to drive Jamie out of business, like that, the landlord is trying to serve her those eviction papers. Yeah, and like, this isn't working. Let's get a hate group. A hate group shows <laughs> that'll up. do it. Yeah, to uh, make sure that, and uh, Jamie suspects that her love interest might be in on it. Oh, okay. Twist. Looks like a gift from your friends. I didn't organize a protest full of hope. Here. 
see you in the studio, Steve. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sending it back. <laughs> That's always a good sign when you have to shoehorn the rhymes and the rhythm yes. into the song. Yeah, that one wasn't the best. This whole show. <laughs> that wasn't the best It's one. all just a square So there's a bunch of homophobes there who hate, ah, uh, we all hate lesbians. I know homophobes. They always hate those lesbians. Yeah. The whole... If I ever see a lesbian hitting on me, oh boy, I'll tell you what. The whole production is just a square peg in a gay hole, Carl. Okay. <laughs> of course, the gay community mm-hmm. rallies around yes! the flame. Let's go. They got to save their beloved bar for the win. Rise up. 11. Listen, Jamie, do you hear that sound? You should have known the gays would never let you down. When you need someone to jump your car or save your lesbian bar. Hear them gathering the femmes and butchers cause they know you fight. When you've got something good, you've got to hold on tight to what is in your heart. The battle's about to start. I say this with no hate in my heart. I have yeah. no problem with the uh, gay people or the gay community. But jump a car? I'm not calling my gay friends. <laughs> yeah. Tell me jump my car. Just pop the clutch, Carl. Come on. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the femmes and the butches and a pregnant man stand arm in arm against the bulldozer and the boogaloo boys to save the place. That's <laughs> what right. happens. Okay? I, makes sense. It would be quite touching if it wasn't complete horseshit. <laughs> Possibly. So finally, we have to crank up the volume and rock to save the bar, Carl. It's a it's a metaphor for gay pride. Oh, I thought you were gonna say scissoring. Yeah, <laughs> rock paper that was scissoring. The first song. Come on. I know. I know. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Keep it lit. Never quit. Keep it lit. Never quit. Protect queer spaces from our It's homophobic. I just have daddy issues. Oh my god. Alright, we have to put an end to this. What? Wait. <laughs> First off, <laughs> Lucy has wrong, a, some Lucy? questions. Homophobic landlord. Yeah. They, he, he let them open the bar. He wouldn't like let them open the bar and then just be like, well, they are paying their run on time, but I sure do hate those gay people. Yeah, yeah it was all Shut set it up. Yeah. I don't even know how to... Do Why were they getting evicted? It was because they weren't paying money, right? Because people were too drunk to pay their tabs? I, I lost the whole Yeah, I missed that, that part, too. I, yeah. I re- remember her reading the eviction notice. Yeah, why did they was get Was there evicted? a reason given? It's because they were gay? They're, that's no, they're said? getting people drunk quicker. They forgot oh, to yeah. charge them any money. Yeah. That, and that's it. Oh, also, yeah, yeah. There was a snail trail outside of the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Someone slipped on it. <laughs> poked her head. <laughs> You guys want answers, but I did not. <laughs> I, just, I, like I didn't even listen to this thing. I did not listen to the end of this. Mr. Public, I, Mr. Public. I, ass- <laughs> I assume the patriarchy leveled the bar and built a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it ended. Happy so. ending. Yeah. <laughs> the flame, everybody. All right. Well, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I can see why you were uh, all cocky earlier. Yeah, well, seriously. I got to give it to Lucy, though. I mean, that was just... 
At least there was production value in mine. Lucy is just sad and pathetic. I'm very impressed at how similar all of our podcasts were. Except I know. Carl's not including any music. If your ghosts you were one. gay, it would have been uh. the same shit. My podcast had zero effort put into it. You guys had, I mean, yours was terrible. But <laughs> there was music and singing and songwriting and shit. But I was just like, Hey, I really enjoyed meeting you last night. Yeah, you're great. There were seven people on the production Leto? team. I from, know. There were seven <laughs> yeah, people. Did you guys see this last night? My penis? Did you guys see this? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on uh, the voters' opinions. What's what's worse, Sharknado, where they right. are just terrible because of yeah, we know being terrible? Or is it Battlefield Earth, where they have all oh, the money the production, and production yes. value behind it? So that's that's up to the... Voters, though. Oh, yeah. Battlefield Earth is definitely my pick on that one. You'd rather watch Battlefield oh, Earth fuck than yeah, Sharknado? <laughs> have you seen Battlefield Earth? I'm not in years. That's oh, great. We should have a viewing party. I think we talked about that. We did. That. Vinny, uh, yeah. Vinny brought it up, and he and I still haven't seen it, so we got to do right, this. I was oh. going to watch the Bills Dolphins on Sunday night with Vinny. Not anymore. Yeah, forget that. Who cares? <laughs> Battlefield, <laughs> Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth is the new plan. That's <laughs> what so we're going to be watching instead. Guys, Kinky Loco made a fantastic video. Sweet. I see our potato friend is here. I'm going to bring him in. Hey, Cardiff. Hope I'm not Hello. Su- hope I'm not surprising you too early here. No, you actually introduced me this time. I knew <laughs> I knew it was coming this time. All right. What's up Thank with your you. audio? Why is your audio always... Oh, for... <laughs> <laughs> Turn it down a little bit, buddy, if you could. It's too loud? Yeah, yeah. you're actually over-modulating. You need proper oh. modulation for this. Or at least calm down. <laughs> Cock sucking. Okay, how's right. that? Uh, a little bit louder than that, and then you'll be good. Why does Sounded it always reset me. every fucking Why time? Why does it do that? Is it a StreamYard thing? What is going on? Ugh. All right, so as most people in the Dabbleverse know, there's this huge falling out that is happening between Tukey and Cardiff because Tukey went on Misery Loves Company and talked shit about Cardiff and was pretty fucked up. And pretty so. Pretty fucked up, you ask me. And so Kinky Loco made an amazing video that sums this up for anyone who hasn't been following what's going on. Just letting you know this video is going <laughs> to... I know. Get... I'm going to get struck for this, right? <laughs> yes, immediately. The okay. WWE doesn't fuck around, I've learned. Yeah, okay. Well, it's still fun to watch. There's always a plan B. All right. So right now, what we're seeing is... <laughs> Uh, they did a great job. We have Chad Zumach and Kevin Brennan outside of the ring. And they're talking to the three guys who are in the ring, who are, of course, OJ, Cardiff, and El Harible. And so those guys are all a team, as we all know. But what's going <laughs> to happen next is betrayal afoot. Is Never. that possible? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Cardiff's feeling confident. And here comes El Harible with the chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> the face on Cardiff so is good. going down <laughs> so far. <laughs> the actual best part is coming. Yeah, I know. The best part is coming. So then, then we see uh, how, how OJ reacts to this. Oh, I can't believe it. OJ doesn't know who to team up with now. He's conflicted by all of this. Brilliant work, uh, Kinky Loco. Very good stuff. Welcome back, Kinky Loco. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. So and it's really about OJ. It's all about OJ. It's always been about OJ. Wow. 
we could never we could never agree who gets the mouth, who gets the like. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. So we're always fighting over OJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're playing some uh, kind of verse user <laughs> clips, Hack versus Anonymous put something together that is fantastic. And uh, Hack versus Anonymous, not always a huge fan of yours truly, but whenever I see great work, I like to uh, play it on the show and point it out. This is Kevin Brennan. <laughs> Realizing that he's a loser. <laughs> it's a fun one. We love Mother the hackers. Hacker, hacker. You know, I was thinking the other day. Uh, I, I was thinking, you know, D- Dan Natterman. You know Dan Natterman? Uh, he's a classic nerdy Jew comic. And uh, he went to an audition one time. And, uh, you know, he's a nerd. And he went to the audition, and he was like, they're all nerds, you know, because when you go to an audition, it's, it's mostly people like you. They're they're trying to cast the role. So he went, he went to, to the casting office to audition, and uh, he looked around. He goes, look at all these fucking nerds. Look at all these nerds. And then I guess it hit him like, oh, shit, I'm a nerd. So I guess that's what kind of hit me. I'm like, I'm watching Melton, and then I, and then I watched Gino. On his birthday, begging for money, and I'm like, these guys are all losers. Wait, I wait, I'm probably a loser too. Wait, I'm probably a loser too. This is hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always fun, but this is a great payoff here. I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Are you in loser denial or something? I had a bad case of loser denial myself. Till a lacrosse team stuck a parking cone at my <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Very, very well done. Uh, the, the end scene there. I don't know what movie that's from. I know I've seen it before. But that? you have. Uh, that's yeah. Billy Madison. Oh, or- Billy Madison. Okay, yeah. So it's Ray DeVito. And I know Chad you know Brokeback Mountain. Yes, yes. of course <laughs> telling Kevin he's a loser denial which is uh, always fun so amazing yes that is uh, great work by Hackverse Anonymous well done alright we'll keep this short but I do have to address a couple of things Someone sent yes, me a note. I was, I was sucking a guy off on the airplane. <laughs> the king of the drafts over there. Someone, That's actual audio. I know. <laughs> Someone sent me a note. So as everyone knows, we just did a bonus show where it was myself, Shuli, Tukey, and Lucy Tightbox, and producer Chris. And we broke down the um, – no, Tukey wasn't there. What am no. I talking about? Mm-hmm. Lucy, producer Chris, Shuli, and myself. And we were reading the transcripts from John's adult children's wedding speeches at Susanna and Aaron's wedding and analyzing those. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a lot of fun with that. It turns out back in January of 2002, Howard Stern was talking about how he went to one of his daughter's birthday parties and he was there with his girlfriend, Beth Ostrowski, and his ex-wife, Allison, showed up with her new husband. And so John's in the studio and he's very interested 
in this dynamic. And so they ask John about how he felt about his ex, Karen, who he talks about all the time. And whether, you know, does Karen have a new boyfriend or a husband? And how do you feel about that? We learn a lot about John here that I forget about sometimes. So are you content with what the guys look like? <laughs> Am I content with what he looks like? Dating him, John. He happens to be a nice looking uh, guy. He's not a bad looking guy. He actually, you know. Listen, let me ask you something. If I, listen, when you were going out with Karen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah. I'm happy to... with a guy now? Yeah. And how long did you go out with Karen? Uh, four years. Right. What, three years? Whatever. Do you care what the guy looks like who, ma- who is now with Karen? How could you compare three years to 27? Because you had the same feeling. give you. I'm trying to give you a similar situation. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't care. No, I don't, I don't care that much. I, I'm a guy. I don't care what another Although, guy looks like. I did like when like someone told me that mm. like, Karen's boyfriend was like shorter than her. I thought it was like... I, I, you you know, like that? Yeah, I did like hearing yeah. that. No, so you <laughs> definitely care on some <laughs> level. I forget that John's a short man. And he's self-conscious about it. So his whole thing, when Karen got a new boyfriend, he was shorter, so he was okay with that. Have you ever been concerned about a guy's height? I must be in that weird sweet spot where I could give a fuck Wait, if someone's taller or shorter. How tall is John? I think he's 5'8", maybe 5'7 and a half. 5'8", no, five, five, I think. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. when was like, oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's not that's good. That's too short. That's a little too short. That's where you got to... Figure out what size heels to wear when you go out with them. You're like, oh, he's going to be pretty upset if I wear these ones. Eight-inch heels today are not going to work. Not going to do it for him. So John is talking about if he'd be jealous or not and whether Howard should have been jealous or not that Allison showed up with the new husband. Howard says something in here. There's a lot in this. But Howard says something in here where he predicts exactly what is wrong with John's current (laughs) marriage because he is married to Susanna at this time. Honestly, if I got divorced with you know my wife now, and I showed up with some some some, some model, I know she'd be goofing on me. Well, it depends on what you your wife mean? was up to when you showed up. If your wife, if your wife's yeah. in love with another guy, you, you, you're you're imagining today you're married. She's still and today be you, in love with you. Today you walk in with a girl. <laughs> right. Uh, if you if it was three years later, fast forward, and your wife meets a guy who actually helps her and supports her, unlike what you do, <laughs> just sitting around drinking beer all day. <laughs> Holy shit. Isn't that amazing? This is 2002. If your wife meets someone who actually supports her and is a good husband, isn't just sitting around drinking beer that she has to wait on all day, she might be over you, John. It might, she might be fine with that. Let me just back that up a little bit. Howard is a magical homo, just like the other guys. <laughs> he really is. Sitting around drinking beer all day, and she's ecstatically happy. Yep. If the guy brings you know, news it to the thing, she'll yeah, be thrilled. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You got to understand that, seriously. I mean, I can't speak for Alison. No, I know, just, but I, 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 I can tell when somebody's irked. She was not irked. See, I wouldn't want to go. I would say, you know, I don't. Well, you don't want to go, but you do it for your kid. I yeah, don't want to be in that situation. I think you should go, and Allison should go, but I don't think the boyfriend. Goes. Oh my gosh, she's her husband. Boyfriend, it's her husband. Allison's just gonna stay home. Oh, that's right. Well, it's it's Allison's got Allison's married. I know. <laughs> she does not have her husband. John doesn't accept it. John's not accepting the marriage. That's right. John's got some jealousy issues. So the kid whose birthday party it is has the stepdad, and in John's world, he shouldn't be allowed to come. Because it makes him uncomfortable. Oh, no wonder he's not invited Daddy Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> this is making a lot of sense that right now. That checks out. He's like, well, yeah, it should have just been you and Allison. It's your guy's kid. She's Allison's married. Of course she's going to bring her husband, the stepdad. He can wait like in the an, car. An important person in yes. child's life. Correct. But in John's world. Not as important as a substitute teacher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Correct. That's Changing true. lives. That's true. 
this is neither here nor there, but I just noticed that Cardiff is against the other wall today. He's usually against <laughs> this wall. Yes. But he's I'm actually... Trying, I'm using a new browser today. I'm having some some Chrome. I'm, I do have a faulty Google Chrome, I believe. So. <laughs> do you have a drop for that, Cardiff? So maybe it was a faulty Google Chrome. <laughs> of course I do. All right, Don't so here's the, here's the last clip I have here. Uh, because this is where John reveals... He doesn't even want a new stepdad being in the picture. So he's already concerned about this back when he's starting his family with Susanna all these years ago. See, I wouldn't even want to see, you know, Howard, I, I wouldn't want to see, like, my kids dealing with the new husband. Like, I, you have you to. want to because, because but, but that, 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 makes your kids, that makes your kids feel relaxed. That's your problem. Yeah. A kid needs to adjust to a new situation. Yeah. If you're going to be angry about it no, and, you're, and you're not going to be accepting, they're not going to be accepting. Every shrink in the world will tell you that when a situation like this happens, the kid looks to the parents for reaction to see how to act. Oh, yeah. Rochi says, remember John said my wife's husband. all right so that tells you a lot about john's mentality and how he thinks and why he gets very upset when we talk about uh susanna's wedding and uh, the fact that aaron seems like a great stable guy in that family and in that relationship and uh boy john is not happy with us again he says that we're trashing his kids john doesn't watch these videos he just hears about them. people tell him shit somebody said you were so here's my challenge. Well, now he has somebody feeding him clips. Oh, good. Because here's my challenge yeah, to he... John Melendez. Um, find an example of me trashing your adult children in these uh, these wedding video speeches that we reviewed this past weekend as a bonus. Oh, show. that's a cat. That's you're going on a technicality now. Starting now. Well, no. Starting... Listen. He's talking two months ago when you're trashing his kids. I wasn't trashing his kids. <laughs> John brings up two examples all the fucking time. The one example, of course, is where I made the joke that Lily looks like maybe Gary Delabate is her father. And if that was so hurtful, John wouldn't repeat. I would have forgotten it by now, but John repeats it every fucking episode. So it couldn't have been that bad if he keeps repeating it over and over again. And the other example is the one that I baited him into getting upset with me, where I said, we also talk about what losers John's kids are. It's a lot more fun than you'd expect, which was a joke. You can listen to the audio where I go, these kids sound like losers. We don't know anything about his kids. It has nothing to do with his kids. John's a loser. <laughs> what was your point, Potato? I was. You were talking about how you had his audio book on your Patreon. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> the download for free. That's correct. Well, let me jump into yes. this because on yesterday's show, Stuttering John starts threatening me Opie style, which is always fun. And Carl, I'm not going to go there. All right? He's the bigger man. Just shut up. Like I said yesterday, I won't go there. And believe me, again, I know everybody in your family where they live and everything else. All right. So this is very OPS. Like, oh, you want to go there? Don't go there. Don't go there. It's like, yeah, let's go there. What are you talking about? What, what are you going to reveal about my family? What do you mean? You know where everyone's address is? Is that a threat? Yeah. What What are you talking about? What does that mean? He's going to call your mom. <laughs> you you got to remember, you got to put this in context. This was <clears throat> two hours earlier. He tweeted pictures of people in your family. True. Yes. I shit on him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He took it down. So I guess he came down from it. Now he's going back up again because now yeah. he's, you want me to go where I went earlier today? Yeah. He, he, I'll he, go where <laughs> I went earlier today. He tweeted out a photo of my wife and he, he wrote, you know, people in glass houses. So again, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Yes, I'm married. Yes, I have parents. 
So what? What the fuck does the that do with house. anything? <laughs> I own glasses. He even goes on to say, and I don't have this clip. It's so ridiculous. He's like, would your father like to know what you say about me? Yeah, he comes to our live shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, seen him, I've seen him applauding <laughs> with the rest of the crowd. He's up to speed on the whole subject, <laughs> yeah, actually. right. We talked about it at Christmas. I, I, I was trying. I was about to super chat that at one point, but then I <laughs> yes. realized I'm blocked. Your, <laughs> you your mom's about to receive a generous amount of donuts <laughs> well, to her front door. And this is the thing that well, John likes to try to equate. So his mom's being harassed. The police were called to his house when he was at his mom's house. And, you know, all these deliveries and phone calls. I have nothing to do with that. I've literally said till I'm blue in the face, don't do that. Don't fuck with people in real life. It's not funny. Did we think it was a lot of fun when he was getting phone calls over and over again? Yes, because of the way he dealt with it. Because he didn't handle it well. Because he's screaming at his mom, doesn't know how to actually pick up the phone and have that stop happening. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know where people are getting that idea from, John? Your you. good buddy, fucking Vince. Well, yeah. Keeps fucking sending well, shit to your house. Most of it is Vince. <laughs> yeah, mostly is Vince. <laughs> but anyway, this is what John. Was the, Go on. What was the quote that he was attributing to your father? Oh, I don't know. What was it? I don't know. It was some passage. It was almost like he found some, like like your dad oh, had written a book, and there right. was he, something. He did say something. I had no idea. He, he what didn't it say was. it was your father, but he alluded to the fact that this was something. He, so again, I thought he was using that as, "See, Carl, I found, I found that essay your father wrote in ninth grade. Look out!" Like, it was probably a Facebook post or something. Yeah, I don't even know okay. what he was talking about. Didn't mean anything to me, but. I thought you found your sister's book. This is Joel. (laughs) This is Chad being the bigger person. And believe me, I know everybody in your family where they live and everything else. I know your father apparently is a nice man. (laughs) I don't know about that. A very nice man. Who told you that? And I would never bother him. Good. Don't. (laughs) He doesn't need to be bothered by you. I wouldn't bother your parents either, Chad. It's fine. Here are some other people I will not be bothering. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't bother I your father. I bothered him once. He hit me with a stick. He's <laughs> yeah, walking well. sticks. Watch out. Watch out for that. He goes, I know your dad's a very nice man. Well, you don't know him as well as I do. So I'll just say that. No, my dad's a wonderful guy. I'm joking, obviously. But uh, John is holding himself to a higher standard. Thank goodness for me. Because I got to hold myself to a higher standard. And you know what? I should. I should hold myself to a high standard because, let's face it, I do have morals. I do have feelings. So, Carl, I wish your father well. Oh, this is this is acting, John. All right, mm-hmm. get ready to add this to the real. This is John wishing my uh, my father well, the guy he doesn't know. So, Carl, I wish your father well. Okay. Okay. I do. Aw. Good. I do. And I mean that. Why? I don't care that you're a piece of shit. Can you pause it? Yeah. I did miss this part, but five bucks, he references the ring. Oh, you think so? Maybe. That his father got him. Yeah. That has a J on it. He's, yeah, that, he's wishing a new ring. He's wishing a guy well he doesn't know. The only thing he knows about him is that the guy's son he hates. But he's wishing him well. Well, you're so amazing, John. Wow. How, how can I thank you? Can I send you a card for this? Wow. I also don't understand. He's talking about wishing your father well and how great your father is. Yeah. And how he's never going to bother your father. He spent all day on New Year's Day being like, I'm going to call your mother. 
Did he really? Yes. I didn't see that oh episode. Oh my god, that's all he did. He was like, he was like, I'm gonna call your mother and tell her exactly what you've been doing. <laughs> it's on the internet. Yes. <laughs> Everything I've been doing. And she I goes to live shows too. Yes, she's also she the knows. live shows. He's not gonna bother your father, but your mom's gonna know. So everything. he's a narc. <laughs> he's gonna tell on you. What an idiot. This ring. I'm an adult man, John. You yeah. call my parents and tell on me all you want. Can we all assume that this ring was something that he found visiting his mom and just took from her house? Well, he claims, because that's his uh, NYU ring. Yeah. Oh. He claims that his dad bought it for him. No kidding. Because his dad He's also a deadbeat went to that couldn't buy his own ring. <laughs> that can't be true, because people get fatter as they get older. Especially and John. When he graduated <laughs> at NYU, point. he was a lot slimmer. Yeah, that's There's no way point. that ring that's would really fit him wow. now. I did, I've never even thought of that angle before. Those mitts yeah. are not what they used to be. We've <laughs> yeah. seen the old footage, We've John. Seen. Yeah, right. We've seen him playing guitar and Conan and stuff. His hands were not like that back then. But, uh, you know, I mean, maybe you bought the wrong ring size because you're an idiot. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's compelling that, especially at the time that he would have gotten that ring, the tradition would be to put your last name initial on yeah. the ring. You wouldn't put yeah. J on it. No. <laughs> put M would you also <laughs> buy one that you would wear your wedding ring on? Like, that's, uh, his, that's his left right ring. No, that's, that's his right That's his right hand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, it's my fault. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if he was gay married, he'd wear it there. That's true. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's gay married. Okay. He does have a class earring. <laughs> Wait, I just I just came up with something. All right. Is there a chance? And I know we're gonna start this rumor now, but is there a chance that when he says my because I've seen how they sell class rings, they're selling them at school. Sure. Right? So for him to say my father bought it for me, it's like, did he mean he paid for it? Like he filled out the form and his father paid for it. No, I think his father saw an NYU ring at a pawn shop <laughs> that had a J on it and said, hey. Yeah. hey, you know, you tell everyone that you graduated from this college. Here's a ring in case anyone asks any questions. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. too big, Dad. I don't know. Ah, you'll grow into it. <laughs> it's got a Q on it. Ah, figure it out. And by the way, John, I think your dad's a great guy. <laughs> and I'm sorry he passed. I, I feel very bad about that. I wish he was still with us. We wish him well. We do. Wow. Yeah. Because... That's not his fault. Wait, hold on a second. I got to back that up because that's kind of funny. He goes, I'm an asshole, but that's not my dad's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Just play this. I do. And I mean that. I don't care that you're a piece of shit. Because it, that's not his fault. Well, whose fault would it be? absolutely your parents as well. I would think I mean to some degree right so when we were reading the um, wedding speeches yes what I was thinking about was when my father got remarried yes and I gave a wedding speech yeah where I read a poem by Philip Larkin called this be the verse which starts out they fuck you up your mom and dad they may not mean to but they do mm-hmm. they fill you with the thoughts they had and add some extra just for you that's literally what happened. That's why you're a fucking asshole. You hear that? Daddy issues, everyone. We have the dating Lucy Tightbox game on deck. <laughs> Trifecta. Yes. It's got it all, everyone. Uh, compliment her shoes when you see her. All right, let's get back to it. That's not his fault. And I'm not going to even say his name. Oh. I'm not saying any of your family's names. No. Because I'm not a garbage human being like not. you are. <laughs> yeah. I can only... Prove 
He that said I'm my, a better. He said my mom's name about five minutes before this. He's, he's like, I'm oh, not going to really? say any of your family's <laughs> names. But the garbage human being, that was my tweet to him that day. Oh, so now right. Yes, now garbage human being is his new. <laughs> new Watch how many it. times he calls you and surely garbage human beings now. How are you not blocked on Twitter? <laughs> Why is now? You re-blocked yeah, okay, me yeah. after, after yesterday. I can only prove that I'm a better person than you by not doing. Constantly <laughs> wiping snot. So disgusting. Not constantly, only since he's been back in California. That's true. Yes, there is he something wasn't like He wasn't as bad in, in mom's house. That's true. So either... His dealer lives in L.A., yep. <laughs> which is some people's theory. Not mine, John. I don't think that's the case. I think you live in filth. I think that you never vacuum your house because you've proven that yourself. You have two cats, maybe one. It's hard to say. <laughs> and I don't think you ever clean up. And there's probably black mold and a lot of things that are really bad for you <clears throat> in that place. The course is probably the best thing for you oh, in that yeah. place. It's never been dusted. No, it's disgusting in there. All right. John has um, our buddy Ray DeVito on the show and Joey C, but we're going to focus on his conversation with Ray DeVito on uh, this particular episode later on in the show. And John has an inappropriate question about Kate Meany. Now, Kate Meany, of course, there's a lot going on with John and Kate Meany. I think we've broken down most of it. The fact that Kate Meany went on John's show once and then John's been trying to get her back on the show by constantly texting her and DMing her call me and she's not responding and she hasn't gone back on John's show. And for a long time, John was defending Kate Meany because they were bullying her on MLC. Something that John forgot to bring up when he went back on MLC, but they were bullying Kate Meany. And so John was like, I'm defending Kate Meany. I'm a Kate Meany supporter. I'm there for her. And then when Kate Meany stopped texting him back, he went, what the fuck with this bitch? What's going on with her? I've been nothing but nice to her. So, this is Ray handling this very well. Inappropriate question. Yeah, so, Ray, uh, so are you and Kate, uh, you know, you know, we're going to be no. doing. So John did the uh, finger through the hole in the hand <laughs> gesture to Ray right there. So in other words, are you fucking? Yeah. So, Ray, uh, so are you and Kate, uh, you know, you know, we're going to be no. doing. No. Why not? No, that's probably one of the reasons why she's probably not talking to you with talk like that. <laughs> oh, look at John's face right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't do anything. I'm a gentleman. What do you mean? Watch how he handles this. No, 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 no. Ray, make no, no that, 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 That's what sucks about this Dabbleverse. I just have one woman on my podcast, and everyone's like, hey, which is like, guess what? Comedians can be friends with other people in the comedy industry. And, no, no, no. Uh, Ray, we know you're not getting <laughs> No one thinks yeah. you're fucking No her. one thinks you're... Only John would ask that question. Yeah. Not some of us know what's going on. Not being relation. Ray, Joey C's to... been on my podcast. I'm not getting with Joey C. Ray. Yeah. Ray. 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 We're, not, we're not butt brothers, Ray. Ray, can Ray. I say something? What's Please? up? After all, it is my show. I would never be with Kate Meany. She's too young. I don't date anything younger than my oldest kid. You understand? Anything. And I told her that she knows that, Ugh, and, yeah. you know, you know, trust me on that. That's like, you know, that's a little weird for me. No guy who's ever wanted to fuck a girl has told her, by the way, I don't want to fuck you. That's never happened before. So Kate Meany knows that he's not being a creep. He has rules. 
rules about ages of yeah, children. His OCD yeah. won't allow him. Of course, <laughs> right. So why would Kate Meany think he's hitting on her when he's hitting on her when he's told her he's not hitting on her, obviously. Durr. I'm just practicing. But the, <laughs> but the second you're older than my oldest. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't understand how the math works. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, my oldest passed away. <laughs> She's, he's no longer my oldest. <laughs> Well, I said I said my oldest daughter, and now I have none. So, all right. So John gets a super chat where people are saying, you know, uh, people are saying that you're being pretty aggressive with Kate Meany. See, this is what they're saying that Kate Meany said. I can show you my text, right? I was like, it's all right. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I don't get in the. Yeah, no, but I didn't do anything bad. But they try and like paint it like it is. John says I didn't do anything wrong. I am not that guy. They try to say that I was being aggressive with her, and that's why she doesn't respond anymore. Well, let's hear what Kate Meany has to say about it because she was recently on Ray Devito's show, please talking about stuttering John. And who else would know better than Kate? Don't talk anymore. No, I just didn't respond to his text messages. Because I was responding, and then they ended up being um, excessive. Like, he just started, like, texting me excessively. And this is John's MO. Yeah. I mean, this is his thing with Vinny Paulino. They're big falling out. I text you eight times in a row, you don't text me back? Yeah. Alex Stein, I text you 20 times in a row, you don't text me back? John, your etiquette is poor. You have I, I was getting the call me. Etiquette. Yeah. Card, if you've gotten the call me, you got the call me when he was live on his show. And yes. I remember you calling in. You're like on the road driving. You're like, what is it, John? What do you need? He's like, see? See how he acts when he calls me? He's like, yeah, no one wants to talk to you. No one's interested in talking to you. Stop. You're exhausting. Yes. You're obnoxious. Again, something that Howard said 30 years ago. Um, and angrily, he, he was angry that I was not responding. So yeah. you don't want to respond to an angry person. Yes. He was angry on his show. Kate Meany, I've, I've been defending her, and she's not getting back. I just want to have her on the show. I'm not trying to, like, finger fuck her or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> not until she's 25. Would that be, would that be counted as fisting? <laughs> finger fuck the girl. <laughs> uh, cool. Nope. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, you know, it's just, it's not something I, it's like, oh, okay, I better avoid that and, you know, not go into that. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's like, all right, what? I wanted to avoid confrontation. It's like, and what then, the fuck's this attitude about? Like, I get it. You know, it's just... And so, you know, I think he's a good guy. Like, I don't know. I don't know him. Um, and he <laughs> she seems to be a herself. controversial yeah. if you like, did, figure you wouldn't in this say that. stupid world that I've... She had to stop herself and say, I mean, he's probably a good guy. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably not, actually. <laughs> just from my interactions with John, he probably isn't. But... Seemingly not. <laughs> like figure in this stupid world that I've somehow become a part of um, and I just I want to be careful like you know I want to be careful smart yeah, yeah. no I, I get it <laughs> Ray seems disappointed yeah. <laughs> how careful <laughs> she's got her date rape shields up <laughs> Ray is booked to come on WTP uh, later this month, so we'll get to talk to Ray nice. directly about these fun things. But this is great because John is now trying to say, but I love Kate. Give him my best. 
and watch the way that Ray handles this. No, I agree. Oh, and Ray, just just lastly, if you haven't talked to Kate again, give him my best and say, I'm, uh, you know, believe me, I don't want to date. You know, she's too young for me. She knows that, though. But just tell her that no hard feelings. I'll, you know, I would always help her. How about that? All right. All right. Sounds good. Jules David, thank you for joining us. Ray, are you related to Tommy DeVito? No, of course not. So I love Ray's response. She's like, yeah, sure, John. I can't wait to tell Kate Meany that you're not trying to date her. Let me get right on that. Let me text her right now for you. Hey, you know that scumbag? He said hi. (laughs) Yeah. You know that mutual acquaintance we have, the one that we both dislike? He said to say hi. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for doing that for me. Now we're going to get into John asking Ray who he hates in the Dabbleverse. Now, Ray and Shuli and the Shuli Network had a falling out. Ray was on the Shuli Network. He left the Shuli Network. There's been uh, some drama around that. Shuli's been playing it up and all those guys on the BS show. And so, of course, John wants to pounce on this when he hears that uh, maybe some of his enemies are shared by his guests. And so he asks about me. What about, what about who are these podcasts? How do you feel about Carl? What's that? How about Carl? Are you in with Carl? Oh, I like Carl. Carl, I do like. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I can't stand any of those guys. <laughs> Carl, I'm friends with. I like Carl. I'll tell you uh, what, man. His podcast. Say what you want about the Dabbleverse. Uh, WATP fans show up at shows. I've had people show up at comedy clubs and be like, "Oh, I, I like you on WATP," and they know me from WATP. No one's ever showed up and be like, "Hey, I love you on the Shuli Network." Look at John's face yeah. right now. This is not <laughs> what he wanted. He's, he's like, I was like, I should not have brought up Carl. This sucks. <laughs> Well, and, this is exactly what he was criticizing KC for when he had Vince the lawyer on just last week, where he was like, you ask, you ask stupid questions. You yeah, get, right. You, you don't get the answer you want. Yeah. So John says, you know, WATP. Now, I remember Ray messaging me months ago. Hey, man, I just met a bunch of your fans at my show. They're really cool. So I know the people have just gone to his shows because they've heard him on WATP. And so listen to John now put words in Ray's mouth and change what Ray just said. But people have showed up and be like, hey. and how many people? Like, I mean, come on, right? Don't I mean thousands? Get out of here! I didn't say thousands. John goes, oh what? Infinity people showed up who are friends of Carl. What I a doubt child! It. What, I don't, a what a child! What a child! What thousands? He didn't say thousands. Yeah. Why would he say? He hasn't met thousands of people on his show. Immediately gets mean? competitive, but he hasn't learned at this stage yep. that, that he should not ever flex anything. He's going to lose, no matter what it is. Bony Arms John is not learned he should never fly. Never. <laughs> I'm going to say thousands. Like, <laughs> hey, like there was... Five? Five. Those are the options. Hey, five or whatever five. the number is, it's more than... Yeah, yeah. Five. Like, five people said that they heard you. Get the fuck out of here, Ray. Oh, Good job, not. Ray. He did not like that now. Ray, Ray's killing it on this one. I have to give him credit for this. So then <laughs> it looks like Joey's having a good time with it. <laughs> I know. By the way, if you're listening, Joey's there. Just yeah. Take our word for it. <laughs> so then John, but, sorry. The, if, if John would only realize that he would, if he was doing standup, how many tickets he would sell because of WATP. Yeah. Right. Like he's missing all those opportunities okay. right now. So that's what this transitions into. And I have a question for you, Cardiff is what is John talking about right here? He did a whole thing and telling people to go to my show. And, 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 you know, I, maybe five people come from him. TRB10, thanks for five bucks. Asking for Vince Lloyd and Carl, uh, would you sleep with Posa? Now, here we go with these trends. Like, everybody asking about this trend. Are you friends with Jim Norton? 
<laughs> it goes, this affliction. Every time it's like, hey, would you suck a dick if uh, she had nice tits? And he's like, ah, Jim Norton. And Norton. <laughs> All right. So what was John talking about right there where he said that Car- Carl told people to go to his show, maybe five people showed up. What show? Yeah. What's he talking about? I I guess the double Z. I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the double Z, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, we have a like, ton of people in uh, what is it, Cedar yeah, Rapids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so conflating his own experience. My boy Penis Wrinkle comes in with a two dollar super chat and explains this to John. Uh, Penis Wrinkle, I know you love me. Thanks for two bucks. Debbie Tate's the only reason anyone is watching, sir. John. Hey, I don't really give a shit. I'm the goat. All the call can talk about is me. What? This is the. F- Fifth topic on today's show, but okay, John, all we yeah. talk about is you, sure. Now, John is coming to the realization when, obviously, Ray says, people who come to my shows know me from WATP. Almost every single person in that chat knows WATP. Yeah. Or the Shuley Network, or Cardiff, it's all he talks or about it. How would they not know? Right, that's the only thing he's talking about. And then as soon as Richard Ojeda and Brian Karam show up, people are just like, oh, I'm out of here, this sucks. I don't want to hear about their stupid political views. So the fact that John is pretending that no one would show up to something based on our shows is ridiculous. It's happening at the moment he's saying that. Thank you, Penis Wrinkle, for pointing that out. I do appreciate you doing that. He actually said to, on today, I was listening to him a little bit today, and he was actually bragging about his live numbers being up, saying, I'm almost hitting Brennan numbers. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Well, it's good to keep your expectations low, I suppose. Yep. All right. I got a beef with someone in the dabble verse that we need to talk about right now. You know, it's no different than, you know, a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do. Ow! All right. So Tom Myers. Not in the dabble verse, by the way. Tom Myers, not in the dabble verse. Oh, he's hack verse. Oh, okay. He's hack verse. Hmm. I guess I don't know the difference. I, I, I just made like, it up. <laughs> I, like I, just made it. I thought I had some authority as the Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Award winner. <laughs> so here I have a YouTube video that we posted recently. The title of it is Tom Myers Tells the Most Obvious Joke Ever. And Tom put up this response. Hi, podcast, Karen. I figured your fans will want to listen to the entire episode you reviewed unfiltered and without your cringe commentary with a link to his episode. And then P.S. the Bills suck. (laughs) Smiley face. And what he did is he posted this on Mastodon. And he wrote underneath this screenshot of him posting this on my YouTube video. He wrote, podcast Karen deleted my comment. Maybe I shouldn't have trashed the Bills. Shit emoji, trash can emoji, snow emoji. Um, Oh, snowflake. I get it. So (laughs) here's the deal with Tom Myers, my buddy Tom. He either... A, never posted this. Because as soon as I saw this, I went, where is this comment? I want to find this comment. And people were all commenting in our subreddit where this was posted that it looks like this was a draft that he never hit send on. Oh, yeah. So it's not even a real post on my video. He's he's acting like I deleted it, but he's lying. He's a fucking liar. YouTube will automatically, you have to put that one up if it's in your, like, it's, it's probably not, it's there for you to review somewhere because he put a link in there. Okay. That was you the can't other put thing a link in someone say. else's comments. That was the other thing I was going to say is if he put, you can't put a link in comments. You can imagine what the anarchy no. would be if you could yeah. just. So he would shit. see that he posted that. 
he would see what he posted that that he posted that on his screen, but it wouldn't actually come through YouTube. Okay. You you have to go and find it. I and have to go find it. I was put, actually yeah. looking for it today, but maybe I need to look in a different area. It's in your studio. In order to approve it. Because yes. if if I will post every comment, I do not delete comments on my YouTube. I A don't have the time. And B, they're actually mostly positive. <laughs> that works out well. Or hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes hilarious. <laughs> so uh Tom I don't know what your angle is here, sir. I'm not afraid of you. I don't care if you say the bills suck. I'm not that worried about it. Sorry about the Orioles losing in the first round. That was rough. But that snowflake comment. No <laughs> way, man. That Fuck was that. too much. Well, good news. Because my favorite podcaster decided to go ahead and put out a brand new episode just last week. Hello, and welcome to the Tom Myers versus the rest of the world 2023 year in recoil special. House Republicans along party lines voted to start an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. For what? I'm not sure. Republicans can't even agree that Biden did anything wrong, much less exactly what he did wrong. (laughs) I'm waiting for the next claim they're going to try to say and try to say it with a straight face. When Joe Biden first got to the Senate, he farted into a paper bag and then popped it near Strom Thurmond's head. (laughs) This is the guy who knows politics. What? These are smart jokes. When you think about how you could criticize Joe Biden, the world's most perfect president, the only thing you could possibly say is 55 years ago, when he first became a senator, he was probably pulling some pranks on people. What a jerk. Good stuff, Tom. So astute. I mean, we have a Canadian potato who knows more about fucking Joe Biden than this idiot. <laughs> you have another potato? Yeah, King Crab says... Um, <laughs> You can see the emoji button, for fuck's sake. He didn't submit the comment. Okay, so that's where, obviously, he didn't even submit the comment, and he's posting it on there and saying that I'm the podcast parent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who's Before you comments. click send, would you like to add an emoji? Right. Nope, I'll just take a screenshot and pretend I sent it. Oh, what a what an idiot. He's, he's even Good bad call. at that. For, we <laughs> got forensic bad. internet technicians over here, Tom. All right, so Tom obviously writes... Fantastic jokes. There's not a lot to criticize with Joe Biden, so I get it. And what kind of joke can he come up with for that? But Trump, on the other hand, Trump Uh, is a flaw. (laughs) And he loves this part of the show. You're going to love this because he finds an angle on Trump that a lot of people would not find, I think. In her new book, former Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney revealed that Kevin McCarthy visited Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago after he left the White House because Trump wasn't eating. Melania must have been relieved. (laughs) When Trump goes down on a woman, it must be like a dog licking the remainder of the food out of his bowl. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if you know this, but Trump's overweight. And obviously, Tom knows nothing about sex. No sex (laughs) works at all. So his big joke there was like, yeah, he's so hungry for that pussy because he's such a fat guy. He just licks up that pussy. That's not how sex works at all, Tommy moron. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least he's like, bring on the fat guys. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, bad practice guy. <laughs> what an idiot. His two jokes about Trump are that he's fat. I, I assume that second one was about him being fat. Otherwise, it makes even less sense. Did you understand that? No. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not political, so otherwise I would definitely get these jokes and be laughing. Right, yeah, it's the politics so. part that you're not That's understanding. That's the problem. I can usually speak, Tom, but yeah, I have no clue. (laughs) That one was rough. All right. Well, Tom is the king. He's known as the king because he will go there. 
He will run into a burning building. It's what he does. And boy, does he go there with this one. And even Jeff Heisen's like, whoa, dude. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani was given a $148 million judgment against him because of false statements he made about Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman to Georgia election workers during the 2020 presidential election. It's hard to tell which New York City landmark collapse was more shocking. Giuliani's reputation or the World Trade Center. <laughs> Tom! <laughs> Tom, it's too soon. What are you doing? Pretty good uh, 9-11 joke there, huh, guys? No. Boom. Pretty pretty spicy. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst 9-11 joke I've ever heard, but it's not it's down there. It's down there. <laughs> I would think it is, but okay. Well, here's one for Andy, because Andy knows George Santos. <laughs> And uh, there's a lot of things you can say about George Santos. And Tom doesn't pick the obvious. Oh, wait. No, yes, he does. George Santos was expelled from Congress by a House vote. Thankfully for House Republicans, George Santos will go around telling everyone he was never in Congress. Because <laughs> he's a liar. Because he was in Congress. Get it? Yeah. I get it. Pretty, pretty smart. <laughs> See, now, normally he brags, he lies about his accomplishments. But then when he accomplishes something, he lies that he didn't do it. Actually, no, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all now that I think about it. Tom, it's a terrible joke. Yes. Try again. But anytime he just throws out, and Republicans are idiots. People go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Oh, here's a great example of John with the same punchline twice. He doesn't know how joke structure works. This guy's been a touring comedian for decades, according to him. Somehow, inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. George Santos's habitual lying by a public figure is everything that's wrong with this country. As I was saying just recently to my fellow SEAL Team 6 members <laughs> during our reunion to commemorate the day that I took out Osama bin Laden. Yeah, no, we got it. We got it when you said SEAL Team 6. We know that you're not a part of that. Stolen valor. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny stuff, huh? All right, nope. I see that you guys are not enjoying this as much as I am. Um, so. It hurts. My favorite is it always really watching hurts. Andy's face during any Tom Meyer <laughs> I know, it's great. Well, it's the same as your face during stuttering John shit. All right, that's true. And guys, even Andy looks friendly when Vinny's involved and we have to listen to Tom. I know what you're all thinking. What's that? This is too political. Let's talk about abortion. <laughs> Republicans in the New Hampshire legislature introduced a bill to ban abortion after 15 days of pregnancy in the Granite State. 15 days isn't enough to determine if a being has viability of life. Every time I look at Marjorie Taylor Greene, viable is nowhere near one of the terms I'd use to describe her. <laughs> what is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It's just the opposite of clever. Yeah. It has nothing to do with abortion or New Hampshire or anything like that. It's just, and here's a Republican I don't like. Yeah. Abort him. Good one. It's, it didn't even go there. I know. At least no, that would tie the two concepts yeah. together. <laughs> didn't even fucking go there. Jesus, John. Hey, did you hear about this uh, uh, earthquake in Japan? I wish all the Republicans were there yeah, for it. I mean, that would be a saying. Tom joke, right? And that would be a short Tom joke. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I didn't drag it out enough. Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. <laughs> Graham. Well, right. well, I was actually a little thrown back that her middle name isn't Trailer. Well, yeah, that's Green. the John's thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I've heard that so many times. Marjorie Trailer <laughs> Park Green. I know I was at the Drew and Mike show. We were playing clips and he said Marjorie Trailer Green. And they all thought he misspoke. I go, oh, no, no, no. That's a hilarious joke. You have to understand. <laughs> all right. So now we're talking about New Hampshire. And one thing the Times like to show off is his knowledge of things. New Hampshire's slogan is live free or die. It is. That's a great slogan to have if you live with neighbors, some of whom you want to live free and some of whom you want to die. <laughs> what? What does that mean? That means if you're a neighbor of Tom's and you're a Republican, he hopes that you're dead. Well, yeah, I, I knew that already. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that have to do with live free? Some of them you want to live... It's a license plate slogan. What do you want? It's, a, it's just a slogan. <laughs> I would like to live free. <laughs> <laughs> every every setup is just like, it's a wide top of the funnel yep. down to one punchline at the bottom. They don't need to connect. No. Yeah. It all goes down to Republicans should die. Right, and the funnel is like having a swimming pool, catching all the rain. Tony Michaels. <laughs> Tony Michaels marketing funnel. It's a callback. All right, Henry Kissinger passed away this year. This year saw some notable famous deaths. There was former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. No cause of death was officially released, but my theory is that he was cradling his Nobel Peace Prize and it exploded, taking Kissinger's writhing corpse with it. <laughs> So this is an example where I think he Googled Henry Kissinger and then it saw, oh, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. I'll make a joke about that. I mean, at, at least you could have gone Kissinger. I saw him doing more than that. <laughs> Why would it explode? <laughs> they wouldn't. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's really stupid. Taking his writhing corpse with him. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good stuff, huh? So he's already dead or <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? You know what would be great? I don't want to hear another Tom Myers podcast or stand-up special. I want him to explain his jokes. <laughs> I just want to play one of his jokes and go, explain why you thought this was funny. Explain how this punch like connected with the fucking setup. He should write a book the like one Mike behind Morse. the comedy. Yes. <laughs> that probably would be the one instance where explaining it makes it better. A new special, <laughs> the, the dumb side of comedy. Advice. I, I, I wonder if we took like these Tom Myers jokes and somebody else performed them in front of him and he didn't know they were his. If he would laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hilarious. How many of them are about dead Republicans? <laughs> yeah. You're right. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. All right. Let's get to more topical. His own jokes. <laughs> more topical jokes going here. I was saddened to hear that Rosalind Carter died. But when I heard that she went first so that she wouldn't be left alone in the event, Jimmy went first. I thought, Nah, Jimmy Carter's just trying to outlive that fucker Kissinger. <laughs> and that's the other thing that he does. If it's not a good joke, and it's not, then he tries to like really sell it. That fucker Kissinger! <laughs> Punch it up Scott yeah. style. What do you guys think about that punchline? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time to giggle! <laughs> well, it works when you do it. Yeah, right. I bet you go on the road with this. Speaking of going on the road. This year saw the release of Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. It faced a lot of criticism, but I recognize that it's not exactly a new sentiment as Try That in a Small Town was my mantra early in my career as a road comic. <laughs> what does that mean? Was he only going to small towns to perform comedy? 
Yeah, not a lot of comedy clubs in small towns. Usually cities. Back in the day, before he made it to big Baltimore. Uh, Yeah, right. I know. I mean, obviously, I don't do that anymore. Not with big success, (laughs) but comedy mecca Baltimore. Manny Musket says AI Louis C.K. tells a funny bong hit transplant. I don't know if I've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know if I've uh, heard that. That sounds that sounds fun. All right, Ashley Babbitt. She was an uh, innocent person with um, not carrying a weapon on January 6th, was shot and killed. How do you make that funny, Tom? The real tragedy is that the song came out after Ashley Babbitt stormed the Capitol. <laughs> hmm. Hmm? Is D.C. a small town? Yeah, what does that mean? Hmm. I guess it's just funny because... Someone who doesn't agree with him politically was murdered. That's fun. Good stuff, Tom. All right. Huh? If you didn't like that, get ready for this one. Because... Wait, wait. Let's back, let's back up. <laughs> yeah. Try that in a small town comes out after she dies. What What does he need? She tried to storm the Capitol. Yeah. In a, in a small in town. A small <laughs> town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what he's saying? Don't hurt yourself, Andy. <laughs> This is impossible. <laughs> Wrap your head around that one. All right, let's get back to classic Tom Myers comedy writing. And what you have to remember here is that all conservatives and Republicans are giant racists. Tim Allen and Roseanne Barr starring in a new TV show. Look for it to be a hit on the new Ku Klux Comedy Channel. <laughs> even, even the co-hosts are like, oh, what? what? <laughs> okay, sure. This feels like you ever see those videos where they took the laugh track out of like Big Bang Theory? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. Everything was just slamming into a wall. I know. <laughs> On this show where we're always having a lot of fun, everybody at the table is just like, nope. That's what's so annoying about this comment where he says, I figure your fans want to listen to the entire episode you reviewed unfiltered without your cringe commentary. This is the only show that I don't take out of context. This is literally <laughs> just joke, 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 exactly how you hear it on the show. I'm not trying to make him look stupid. He does it for himself. Yeah. Yeah, and he calls you podcast Karen. That's what a Karen would do. That's not what you're doing. Correct. Yes. Although I can see why it's him versus the rest of the world. That Such kind of occurred moron. to me. All right, let's get into sports. Let's get off of politics, guys. All right. Tom, I think these were meant for me specifically. Uh-oh. And you'll understand why. Because anyone else listening to this would be like, ah, don't get it. Doesn't make any fucking sense. This year also saw the worst performance of both of New York's baseball teams, which made a historic moment. It's the first time in history that New Yorkers look forward to the Giants and Jets starting their seasons. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I'll throw the Buffalo Bills in there because why the hell not? (laughs) This is the only mention they deserve throughout the entire run of this podcast anyway. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so the Yankees and Mets were bad, and so New Yorkers were looking forward to the Buffalo Bills starting? They don't Between like the, the Buffalo The Jets and the Giants Bills. and the Bills. The Bills are but the best team. He's talking the, about New York fans. He's talking about New York fans. And they always look forward to the Giants and Jets. They have rabid fan bases. Yeah. And it wasn't the worst season the Yankees and Mets have ever had. The Yankees finished over 500. Anyway, that's the point. Tom's a fucking moron. He's so fucking stupid. He doesn't know sports. He doesn't know politics. He doesn't know anything except for he knows one thing. And that is jerking off the internet porn. Because that's the only way he ever busts a nut. 
This year, we got into the health issues of Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Senate Republicans, who froze twice during news conferences. In a way, I can sympathize with Mitch McConnell because when he froze, he had the same expression that I get when I've discovered I've finished on my laptop. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. gross. Gross. Well, it is right. That's right. It's gross. That's really gross. I think everyone wanted to quit the show right there. Like, ugh. One too far. What the fuck are you talking about? So that's Tom's jerking off on his laptop joke. Pretty good stuff. Tom worked blue. (laughs) No, you didn't know that? You know the king worked blue like that? Oh, yeah. If this was live, he'd be like, oh, you know, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, maybe you guys aren't ready for that. Yeah. Your, your parents are going to love it. Or your kids, whatever the fuck they're saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Marty McFly's parents are going to love it. All right. Let's talk to our review girl, Annie, who's been waiting very patiently backstage. St. Anne. Hi, Anne. Oh, hello. Hello. How's it going? Hi. Hello. And, you know. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, you seem like you're in a great mood, which is awesome because we're about to play everyone's favorite game show brought to us by, of course, our buddy Cardiff Electric. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to poke a dabbler. Are you ready to play to poke a dabbler? Andy? Producer Chris? Yes. <laughs> Yep. Oh, Lucy, you gotta mention. Oh. Sorry, Andy, I didn't know you were gonna be here. Well, you know. <laughs> I you forgive know. you. You, know, you can say what you want, but don't fuck with somebody's fucking reputation. Boring? I'm glad you're bored and paying me for it. Uh, why is Vince, I mean, Muttering Jay, betraying you? You know, I really don't know. You know, I, I, I didn't know that he wished I didn't have um, Dabble Story on. I should have remembered, but I can't remember everything. It's very hard. When you get attacked every fucking day by fucking every show in the world, none of these guys can handle what I have to deal with. We would all handle a lot better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> we would all handle it much better than you do. I guarantee you that. Also, what happened to the steel trap? You can't mess with this thing. And he's like, I forgot. How am I supposed to remember everything? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot I called it that. <laughs> But I, I'm just a fucking, I just got thick skin. I'm what you would know. I'm what would be called, like, you know. What did John call himself? Number one, the bee's knees. B, the goat. Next, thick-skinned. Four, the man's man. And lastly, Teflon John. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. All right, Carl. I will go first, and I. And this is my first instinct. I'm going to stick with it. I think he's going to say thick skinned. I'm what you call, you know, like thick skinned. All right. Your first uh, instinct is meaning you spit your beer out when you heard that. One. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one <laughs> cracked me up. That was very good. All right. I will go over to Lucy Typebox. What do you think? That was also my first instinct. So I'm going to go right. next also. All right. All right. Very good. Andy Q Public. Hmm. Well, he's running around calling himself the goat now. Yes, but oh god, I'm gonna kick myself. But I'm gonna go with four. The man's man. The man's man. Annie, what do you think? I'm gonna go with the goat's decision and pick the goat. I also went with the goat. All right. So no one says nope. Teflon John or bee's knees. 
Or beast oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone would be called, like, you know, the man's man. Oh! oh very Second well done. guessing works out sometimes. You're the, you're the goat, man. Well done. I'm the goat. <laughs> you're the man's man. Who won that? <laughs> Fucking the goat. That was it? No yeah. one else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got confused because Andy said the goat. I friend, She was talking about this goat. All right. Too many goats. <laughs> I gotta get a new Mac. Uh, now, stay tuned to, pr- really to see do. John Proovy's The yeah, Man's I'm Man. I'm so sick of this Mac. Fucking the screen's going again. You know, it's just like you, know, you spend 1400 bucks on a fucking computer. I just bought my son Who one. Who spent it? And, you know, his is fine, but mine keeps going to shit. Anyway, interactive base, if I knew you. If I knew your name, I'd sing you happy birthday. That's the kind of guy I am. Oh, and, you know, and we're going to hear this dickhead comment on how somehow me singing happy birthday to Vince's kids is somehow nefarious. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't be the nice guy that I am without these guys trying to twist it into some other way. What? No, and no. everything you'll say... Gets twisted round some other way, and they'll kill you if they find you lied. Here's your man's man. Thanks for the pop up. Julie averages seven twenty two an hour. Talking about you, Carl averages five fifty one an hour. Gabriel averages one thousand one hour when doing episodes for your topic. More than fifty percent. Well, shouldn't they send me a commission? That's all for this time. <laughs> Come back next time to find out if you. Have the Jesus Christ <laughs> superstar nice. enough to poke a tablet. It's really been a theme today with musicals. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Should we just do WTP the musical? Yes. Oh, God. We should this bring side. Why is everybody saying yes to this? Well, because no. I know Cardiff sings it every fucking episode now if you watch yeah, Potato I'm Soup. In. Yeah, but the, I know you're in. Remember that one where you pulled I'll be out singing the on subreddit surfing tonight at 8. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. be there at subreddit surfing. He pulled out the guitar yeah. and sang uh, something from Jesus Christ Superstar. That's didn't right, he? yeah. And it was horrible. He yeah, he's terrible at it. We should bring that back. He's not a good musician. <laughs> that should be the theme song of this show now. No. All right, I got to see Eugene before we can move on. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. New logo. Totally original. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it is. All right, so yeah, subreddit surfing. If you're watching us live, you can check that out tonight at 8 p.m. on the subreddit surfing uh, YouTube channel, 8 p.m. Eastern. But Mm -hmm. if you're not watching this live and you're listening to it, go check it out. It's up there. Or go Check fuck yourself. I mean, yeah. All right, this is not the way. Or you better plug yet, stuff, come Carl. to Rochester <laughs> on March 9th and see subreddit surfing live. Comedy at the Carlson. March Listen, 9th. I'm the marketing genius, Carl. That's true. <laughs> and I'm going to get yes, bringing all apologies podcast in March the 9th, CarlsonComedy.com. See them live. All right, guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. We finally tackled the audio drama podcasts. We learned a lot about the LGBTQ plus community, as well as how to and how not to write music. We checked out Kinky Loco's amazing 
video where he showed how it actually went down. Bedabbler <laughs> betraying beat for beat. Cardiff Electric. <laughs> Kevin Brennan realizing that he's a loser. You're not in traffic. You are traffic, Kevin. Uh, stuttering John, obviously. Kate Meany's not just not that into you, John. Sorry about that. Tom Myers lying about that I'm deleting his comments. I'm not afraid of you, Tom. You suck at everything you do. But keep podcasting, though. I do appreciate that. Uh, the GOAT won to poke a dab. Well, you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And here it is. Hello, my name is Eric Weinstein of 69 Whiskey. This podcast contains mature content and covers topics and subject matters that people may find offensive. The purpose of this show is to attempt to educate people on different viewpoints and topics that are not generally discussed. This community is based on inclusivity and understanding. As host, I do not condone kink shaming, offensive terminology, or exclusion. If there is if there is anything in this show that offends you due to our own ignorance, we apologize and will try to continue to educate ourselves and do better in the future have fun be safe and enjoy the episode whiskey 69 coming at you with doug from who's right oh, get an God. update Did on he... his appointment status <laughs> Holy shit. Did that guy uh, do a land acknowledgement with that too i hope so he better have or else I'm it should have been in there <laughs> i'll teach him i'll teach him how to be better in the future fucking exhausting you think <laughs> yeah you know what's not exhausting is the All Apologies podcast. Oh, that's right. Featuring my Very boy true. Andy Q. Public. <laughs> yeah, we just, uh, I I failed to drop uh, Corey Feldman. It should be out as we speak. Okay. But uh, I tried to schedule it in advance to come out this morning, and uh, I went to check the downloads, and it's like, this episode's not out. Was it the tomorrow's date? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've done that I've a few fucked times. Up. But it should be out right now. And okay. Corey Feldman, you can't miss. Can't miss with, with Feldog. Yeah. That's for sure. So please uh, check out Corey Feldman, All Apologies Podcast, Joe Sixpack, Comedy at the Carlson, March 9th, Subreddit Mm -hmm. Surfing. Check it all out. (laughs) uh, Try to get good at plugging. I'm so bad at it. (laughs) Just to recap. (laughs) Anywhere you get podcasts, check out All Apologies Podcast. What's up, Cardiff? He's positioning himself for the battle between the WATP network, the subreddit surfing network. Who's gonna who's gonna get control of the oh, All yeah. Apologies podcast? Who's gonna acquire this <laughs> property? <laughs> is the question. The producer Chris channel. <laughs> Another chair to the back. I always knew. I always knew. I always knew there was a Judas down here. I just didn't think it was gonna be you. Chris. I'm teaming up with OJ. I didn't think it was gonna be you, Lucy Tightbox. Yes. You're all over the internet these days. I am. What are you up to? Uh, you can check me out on Once Over with Kaylee, which is C-A-Y-L-E-Y. I do movie reviews. Most recently, I talked all about the reasons that I hate Nightmare Before Christmas. And coming up very soon is going to be a review of A Boy and His Dog, which is a 1970s movie that is set in the far distant future of the year 2024. Hey, that's now! <laughs> Are you curious about the post? Is the dog Eugene? Yes. I'm in. <laughs> uh, so lots of exciting, exciting stuff over there. I also recently was on Hack the Movies for the year-end review of 2023 movies. So definitely go check that out, too. I saw you on there. Yeah, it was fun. Very cool. I know movies. Who else was on there? I believe it was uh, Jess from uh, The Creep Off was on there with mm-hmm. you. Yes? Nod your head yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. 
We all agree. <laughs> and uh, Cardiff, you point enough shit, right? Yes, and I'm heading over to subreddit surfing now, everybody. <laughs> subreddit right. surfing. See you. See you over there. Surf on, buddy. Andy, what are you up to these days? Dylan from somewhere and I are back on January 17th to talk about Batman Arkham Asylum. It's a Batman beat em up game from the early 2000s. Uh, I've never played it and it just came out on the Switch. So it's a great opportunity for Dylan to play it again. So that's what we're going to do. Very cool. And you can find us on youtube.com slash at WITGS. I don't play a lot of video games, but there was a Batman VR game that I had. Do you ever play oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends with that super trippy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just an acid trip. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. It's <laughs> <That's> too much. <laughs> all right, Andy, we will definitely check that out. Guys, please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. And this is where we pop in net news, which is probably in my... Uh, oh, no, we don't have that Saturday. news today. Yeah. Why were you pointing at net news earlier? I was pointing today? at Banana Bag. because of... Pointing at Banana Bag. Yeah. Time has lost all meaning to Carl. Oh, he doesn't even know goodness, what day it is. Goodness gracious. That guy was all hungover, and I pointed at Banana Bag. Oh, no. Because he needed I, some magic. Now I understand what's thing. going on. All right. Well, in that case, Annie... <laughs> Do we have any uh, reviews that you'd like to read for us? Yeah, I got two for us. Okay. I have one from M. Auth, M. Ann, uh, on December 30th, 2023. Won't need to check any luggage. Only listen to this podcast if you hate yourself. It just might give you the final push you need to go to Greenland. Oh, no! <laughs> Don't go to Greenland. Thank you for not killing yourself, everyone. Is that a uh, five-star review? That is. All right. Very good. Thank you for that. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then we have one more from Sorn Low, January 1st, 2024. Brandon. Loved hearing Brandon on WATP. Great show as always. Yes. Uh, The Brandon episode was fantastic. He always brings it. And of course, Brandy's daughter. What a bore fest. (laughs) (laughs) I assume that's a five-star review, not playing by the rules there. Yes, that is a five star review. Take it either way. You can say nice things about us. I'm not gonna get too upset about that. And uh, you brought up that Great Pods website. I checked it out. Uh, yeah. it, it says uh, it's 4.8, as Lucy said, but uh, there's only like 10 reviews, and there's none like from the website itself. They're mostly just comments, sort of like uh, Castbox and other websites. Okay. Most of the reviews on there are just repopulated from Apple Podcasts. And they say uh, things like the host is handsome. I hope he's single, things like that, I assume. Oh, um, you should check it out. <laughs> she almost yesed Anthony. She almost did. So Good old yes, Annie. Annie. So close. All right, let's hit some voicemails real quick. All right, Carl. I take back what I said about fucking Tukey, okay? <laughs> that fucking song that Stuttering John did a little bit ago, I don't know, maybe a few episodes ago. OMG, bro. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit of a song. I think we can bring your, your friend back to the show, but John, he's fucking, oh, my God. What a what a fucking turd biscuit, really. And I thought Tukey was shit, but no. Stuttering John takes the fucking turd biscuit. All right. John is worse than Tukey. Noted. You're right, that one, you John. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Joe, Joe was texting me about Tukey. Now that Cardiff's got it, we can talk about Tukey. Good. When Tukey was... 
putting this the pink ski mask on <laughs> over, <laughs> over the Santa hat. He's like, it's a hat on a hat. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it is. That's Tukey for sure, and it worked. <laughs> that's just the greatest. <laughs> the pink funny. ski mask. When you have a ski mask on here, ski mask Tukey. Anxious Andy calling into the show. Listen closely, Andy. What's up, Carl? This is Anxious Andy once again. I'm calling for a couple of reasons. I just want to let you know this fucking stupid-ass robot shit you got playing on this drama podcast is really annoying. Like, yeah. It's, like, honestly, like, pissing me off more than any other podcast has. And, okay. uh, also, I just want to let Trucker Andy know you're annoying, and this is how you sound, and that's about it. That's not sound like sound. My name is Trucker Andy. Uh, I don't like Trucker Andy for a couple of reasons, but if you could, just bring up Trump around him, please. He uh, usually gives a good reaction, so if we can do that, spice up the show, that'd be a good idea, Carl, because your show is obviously very homophobic, transphobic, misogynistic, uh, dare you. you know, all the things. So All the things. Fuck you, Carl. Please don't call me back, and especially fuck Trucker Andy. Wow. I feel like that guy just doxed Andy Q Public. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, when they were handing out voices and they said, which which voice do you want? I I picked this one intentionally. You're like, it's not like I was saddled dweeb. with this. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? This is the way I sound, kid. Hey, but Andy, uh, <laughs> Trump, suck it up, kid. I mean, I mean, the thing about politics and Trump, yeah. I, what I dislike is people that act like Trump is a sports team that they're all in on. <laughs> yeah. Go, good for you. They should make jerseys. Whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. They're called Make America Great hats. Yeah, it's fucking absurd. What I mean, I, Biden. Whatever. How do you really? I like watching him fall down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. We all do. Sure. And okay. up the stairs. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy your. Stairs. We're Americans. Enjoy your Trump <laughs> and my fucking amazing voice. All right. <laughs> All right, Eddie. <laughs> Keep listening. Hey, dumbass. Your voice sounds so stupid. <laughs> so this wasn't directed really at me. <laughs> that one that one was definitely directed at me because I'm, <laughs> I'm on the voicemail. <laughs> I'm the one answering the voicemail, yeah. I picked up really, on that immediately. All right, all right. I'm really glad that y'all are cool with Trucker Andy transitioning to Annie Q. Fucklick. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Hate you. Don't call me back. I don't know who he's motherfucking there. I think he likes you. That'd be my guess. He's happy that I you. am transitioning. Yes. Andy Q. Public now. All right. We know about Gardini the Magnificent now. Mm-hmm. He's established himself yep. on the show. It's getting better, though. Go ahead. So, welcome to the great Gardini the Magnificent. Do you happen to have the answers? Yes, I do. The answers are Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. A pile of dog shit. A pile of dog shit. And stuttering John Melendez. And stuttering John Melendez. Now I have to ask you, great Gardini, do you have the sealed envelope with the question? Yes, I do. And the question is, name a shrink, a stink, and can you guess the final answer, Carl? I got one, fake. two, three. 
I was going to, you know what I was going to say when I was listening to this? I'm like, it'd be funny if you said, and a drunk. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That would have been funny. All right, let's see what it actually is. What do you think? What do you have? I got shrink, stink, and fink. Fink. Okay. One, two, three. A wannabe twink. Yeah. Uh, what? Anyway, that's Gary. it from the great Gardini. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> a wannabe twink. The fuck does that mean? I mean, good stuff. All right. Um, oh, Lucy, this one's for you. It just dawned on me. Lucy, tight box. Lucy. Tight box. I'll call you in an hour. Back. He just got the joke of the Yo, I'm really proud of it's him. Good. It's it's funnier than regular vagina. Plain yeah. <laughs> ale. Plain ale tight box, you know? It's All right. fine. I gotta say, Band Practice Guy sent me a cringe of the week. He texted it to me. And so I started watching the United States of Australia. The Aussie guy. And he had Tukey on the show. And the guy says, at 30 minute mark, this happens and that happens. So I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm watching. I almost didn't have 14 Tom Myers clips. And I'm sitting there watching and watching and watching. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he said, the happen never happened. I was like, bad practice guy, come on. You're, you're sending me on this wild goose chase. He apologized. <laughs> Let me get this straight. I'm going to be in a competition for the love of Lucy yep. with Deluxe, yep. the cow photographer, right. and Jerry. Yes. Come on, man. Give me some real competition. Why don't you call up Cripple Jesus and send him over? Come on, man. All right. I'll see you in the fantasies for the week, What's wrong, Lizzie? First of all, high band practice guy. Oh, Second uh... of all, I heard Kindy was competing. Is that not a thing? Oh, yeah. That's right. Kindy's in it, too. Yes. Correct. Bullshit. All right. So we got Jerry, band practice guy, Deluxe, comp photographer, and Kindy. Let me know if you want to be entered into the, what are we calling it? WATP Bachelorette. Sure. Who wants to? Who sit? wants herpes? Who wants to most certainly get laid? <laughs> Andy and I have some production ideas about this. There Do may you? be mud wrestling involved, but uh, oh, it's okay. TBA. It's TBA. <laughs> Maybe we should call it "Get Loose with the Type Box." <laughs> I'll <a> brainstorm. That. <laughs> I mean, then people might get the joke of my name. A oh little shit! You're right. Yeah, more. now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The one thing I don't normally hear. On the voicemails, it's criticism of me. And Monday's Weekly here. New year, new rule for the show. Carl, when Lucy, Kindy, or producer Chris are talking, you shut the fuck up. I'm trying to jack off and you're ruining it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, shout out to Amy. She's the real goat. Bye. Shout out wow. to Amy. Hi, Mondays. I'm, I'm glad you made the list there, producer Chris. Congratulations. Hey, I'm glad to hear that fucking Tukey is, uh, you know, he's, he's he changed his voice a little, but I think he's uh, he's realized it. He was a little high pitched, so I'm not sure if you guys are squeezing his balls or what you're actually doing, but he sounds more normal. I, I think as time goes by, all these creative characters that show up in the fucking Davil birth, well, they eventually realize that you know it's not so funny. But I get it, but it's not so funny. It's like the John Melendez type uh, scenario, you know? Anyways, y'all keep up the good work and uh, tell uh, Tuki there that uh, he's all right. I don't care what fucking people on the internet say about him. <laughs> what? People love Tuki. What do you mean? <laughs> it's all this Tuki hate coming out of a sudden. 
I know Cardiff doesn't like him, but the rest of us think he's a treat. He is turning into Rocco, though, I think. A little bit. I think oh, I'll... if I do a stupid voice, everyone will think I'm funny. <laughs> I think every all of Rocco's characters are slowly turning into Rocco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or maybe he's Who sounds a little bit like Tukey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Turns out. It's the Frank Oz principle. All right. This is uh, oh, this is disgusting. Hey, guys. When Stuttering John finishes on uh, that girl's stomach, does he go get her a towel or does he just squeegee it down? Don't call me back. Ugh. I don't want to think about that. Wait to the visual. No. I don't want to get food. Do you guys want to get food? No. <laughs> All right, one last voicemail. Our boy Jerry in San Antonio. Check it in. Hey, Carl. This is Jerry from San Antonio. Got one for you. Stuttering John. Chad Zumach. Name a boozer and a loser. Reduce, reuse, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, <thank> you. <laughs> I, I like that Jerry's trying to work in something John to do his Chad Zumach stuff now. He does what I like, so that's always good. All right, Annie, thanks for dropping by. Great to see you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. bye. <laughs> A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, did you guys hear on Who Are These Creepos? I wonder if I still have it on my board. I don't. There was a sign-off. I listened to this podcast, a true crime podcast, hosted by teenagers. And they had a sign-off that was very similar to one that we've heard before. It sounded a little something like this. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at tgic.podcast. Bye! Bye! Uncanny almost. It's almost like all these dumb broads talk the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye, Brennan. Ah, Carl, I love you. Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. I have a life.